With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Specifically in terms of the draft, you're always looking for players that can contribute immediately, especially at the top end of the draft. With the 20th pick in the 2013 NFL Draft, the Chicago Bears select Kyle Long, guard, Oregon. There you go. Howie Sun is going to be playing in the NFC North and trying to keep people off of Jay Cutler. It's the NFL Draft Preview Show presented by the Larcher and Lawrence Sports Show. We're recording this thing live on blogtalkradio.com. 7 p.m. on Wednesday, May 7th. It is the eve of the NFL Draft. Grab the podcast on Stitcher. The Stitcher app is available for your iPhone and your Droid Android phone, that is. We're on iTunes as well. Couple guests with us tonight to help us break it down. Specifically in terms of the draft. Not him. You're always looking for players Not that can contribute immediately, especially at the top end of the draft. With the 19th pick in the 2012 NFL Draft, the Chicago Bears select what? Shea McClellan. What? Defensive end, Boise State. What? One of the worst picks in the history of football. Our draft draft. draft. Shea, Shea is, uh, oh, is, 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 is communicating with Reggie. Uh, he knows he's going to be a linebacker. Uh, he knows that we're going to work with him at the SAM to start, but he should expect to, you know, work in, in both the SAM and the Mike position as he comes back. What was a better, was it, a, Janikowski went in the first round, right? What was a better first round draft pick, Janikowski or Shea McClellan? Probably. So far, Janikowski. Yeah. yeah. Say so, too. so as I was saying before, I was rudely really interrupted. Nope. There we go again. I think the EP is saying to turn me up. In the city, Chiefs select Eric Fisher. Our draft experts are here. Billy Karras is here. Hi, Billy. Sitting on. Maybe. Billy the Bear. Is it on? Yeah, we're there. One, two. And our our other NFL expert. He's been on the show before. Jason Ferrari. Hello, sir. Hello. Welcome. So as I was saying, it is the NFL draft show presented by us. The Larcher and Lawrence Sports Show. What's going on there? Let's just hand it over to my friend, Mr. Alfred Ferdinand Larcher III. Well, thank you, Clark Lawrence, and what an honor and privilege it is to join you once again on the always exciting Larcher and Lawrence Sports Show, where tonight we take a look at the annual selection conference happening tomorrow in the fine city of, it's New York? Is that where they do the damn thing? Yeah, well, Until next year. Right till, now, right. Until Rom weasels his way in and we get the, we get the contract. But, um, 
You know, it was supposed to be a beautiful 80 degrees today. And just like the NFL draft, weathermen and people who predict drafts are never quite right. And, well, today we give it a shot as we be our own weathermen. And, uh, yeah, we look at some picks. We talk some picks. We talk some some guys, some fresh young meat heading into the league, some guys who they don't have the CTU yet. They haven't been hitting the head all that hard. They still have their bearings. They're young. Most of them. They, yeah. Their knees still haven't been replaced, most of them. Yeah, a quarter of them yeah. have some knee issues. But they're, they're fresh, happy, smiling faces, and we're excited to see what they bring to this NFL season and to the NFL future. And, and boy, what a stellar panel do we have tonight. And I am so excited. we got some true experts in here. Thank you, Al. Uh-huh. And I, of course that. I was talking Thanks about so much, I mean, you. I appreciate it. <laughs> quite frankly. Hey, you know, we had a heated uh, debate. Was that yeah. last week? Last week, yeah. That was, that was something else. Well, not. I mean, we don't want to spend any time on it, but I just, I just want to ask you this. Michael Jordan said something about uh, hating white people today. <laughs> No, he didn't, and, he didn't say that. Today. And he's been known for some shady business dealings. He didn't say that today. And he's a pretty shitty general manager. Get him out of the league. He's done. I get him out. Lifetime ban yep. for Michael ban Jordan. From, if gambling didn't get him there, this might do it. Exactly. So it'll Poor be Pete Rose. All this prick did was bet on a couple of baseball this, games. <laughs> and they, he can't do. He can't even take a piss in a major league stadium. They throw him out. If he's driving by and he has to urinate. Okay, and he's been driving for hours, and the only place to pee is Wrigley Field. You know, he's stuck in traffic. He can't get out. He puts the car, he puts the blinkers on while he's running out there. They're putting the boot on his car. He's trying to get in to pee. They say, no, I'm sorry. You may be one of the greatest players of all time. We can't let you in here to piss in this piss hole at Wrigley Field. You know what? In a little bit, we're going to open up the phone lines here. Uh, Lauren is standing by, our EP Lauren, uh, ready to take your phone calls. The phone number there is 888-787-4827. Hello to you guys in the chat. I appreciate you being here. I got my eye on that. Uh, if you have any questions, give us a call, or you can text us on the L. Larcher text line. 773-559-5189. Dirty pictures are welcome. Oh. From you, dudes. You always have. No dudes, yes, Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. No. Unless you're At on Larcher top. Lawrence and on Stitcher. Brett Favre, fine, because I would take that <laughs> immediately to TMZ. No, that Twitter. Yeah. This would happen for us, Clark. Should Brett Favre have a lifetime ban? That's... I would. I would, too. Ban Get him out of here. He was a disgusting, horrible drug addict, and God knows I would never, ever abuse pain medicine. Nope. By the way, I was in the hospital this uh, Saturday because I hurt my foot and I got some pain medicine, but I would never abuse those pills because I am an outstanding citizen, unlike Brett Favre. Well, I think it's wonderful to see that you are here, and uh, I don't think it's affecting your performance tonight, this, uh, this foot injury, so thank you for joining. Thank you for having yeah, me. Yeah, you're here on time and everything. Boy, am I excited. We are just hours away. If you have not contacted your cable provider, now is the time to order the NFL Draft tomorrow on pay-per-view only. Well, kind of. I mean, it's on the NFL Network. I don't think that's just available to everyone. It's on the ESPN as well. Can I get that on my tablet? What's that? Uh, you probably can. Oh. They might they might make you pay for something like that. Well, anyways, the draft is tomorrow. I'll be watching it on Twitter like most of America. There you go. Um but tonight we talk. I mean, uh, let's just start. Let's go. Boom. Number one pick. Is it Clowney? Let's start with you, Clark, to my left. I am going with Clowney. It's Clowney. That's all I got. It's Clowney. Al Archer? Mr. 
I've been told to call you Billy Ray Kyrus. Kyrus is correct, yeah. <laughs> did I say Kyrus? Yes, you did, sir. It's, it's all right. It's Kyrus. It is Kyrus. Don't worry I, about I it. I guess I should ask and not just rely on... Uh, rely oh, on he's not Greek. Looking at I would have thought Kyrus, but that's Greek. Mm. He's Kyrus. He's some weird, some weird dude. Mm. But yeah, no, definitely agree. Number one's got to be Clowny. Clowny. Yeah. And Mr. Ferrari, I would assume... Uh, yeah, unless they shock us with Mac, I think it's Clowny. And is Clowney as good as people say he is? Is he is he a next dominant defensive end in this league? He looks like Peppers coming out of college. Okay. Same kind of guy who takes on triple teams and still manages to get in there. So like he's that sounds like a porno reference, but he <laughs> he's solid, man. I don't see, I I'd be shocked if he failed. He's perfect for Romeo Cornell's going to be their defensive coordinator this year, and he loves rushing the edge. So I, I don't see him failing. At all. And just a, a warning to our listeners, most of NFL scouting reports and information that deals with scouting does sound like porno, so uh, we apologize in advance. Billy, you, uh, you happy with this guy? Absolutely, yes. I've heard comparisons to Bruce Smith coming out of college. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so he's definitely going to be a stud. I love Bruce Smith. The Bills, I love the Bills back in the day. Well, uh, Tecmo Super Bowl. Yeah. Thurman oh, Thomas was my guy on that. He was great. Uh, you, you heard an update on Jim Kelly lately? He, yeah, he's got cancer. Okay, that's the update. Ah, mm. yeah. Not any, good. Any update on how the cancer's going? Not good. Well, no? The last thing I saw was he was going to, like he's in round two of chemo, and he was going to try and attend the draft party in Buffalo. All right, okay. cool. So, I mean, I, I hope that happens. That sounds like good news. There's a, a good quarterback from all I've heard. He's a good guy, so hopefully uh, that all works out for him. Yeah, I always like Jim Kelly. Yeah, me too. Um. All right, so then we move to the Rams. Of course, they got the second pick. Uh, the second, and then uh, they have about four first-round picks based off of that deal with uh, with RG3. Yeah, that helps. Something they, like they that. They have the uh, second, and they have the 13th. And, uh, well, that's it for the first round, but that's two picks in the first round of a darn deep draft. Um, you guys agree this is one of the better – Drafts as far as depth all around? Yeah, well, I don't know. I think we were talking about before the show that safety is a little weak. Um, you know, the studs in the running back position is a little weak, but the depth is good. I think there's going to be value picks even into the sixth and undrafted. Uh, but I think offensive line isn't like the greatest it's ever been, but it's great at the top. Yeah. And I see a lot of them going. I think I see, I see one going to the Rams, too, at two. If Robinson, Billy, as a fan, and you're you're a big uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers fan. That's correct. You grew up in that swamp, that god awful <laughs> swamp down south, and you know I thank you for coming up north and you know finding some redemption. Thank but you for having me. They're um, you're welcome from from all of us. Is it, is, is <laughs> from it, all of us out of the swamp? Is <laughs> offensive line not the most uh, disappointing pick in the draft? I mean, it's most needed usually. As a fan, absolutely, yeah. yeah. But I mean, it's if if you're a true fan and you want a, a good solid core, right? You know that you need the offensive line. You need the blind side uh, protected for for a quarterback. And this Greg Robinson guy I heard is just awesome. Yeah. So he'd be he'd be a good pick for them to protect Sam Bradford because that dude gets hurt like every year. Well, it's never a sexy pick never until sexy. Sam Bradford is like breaking bones <laughs> every season. I mean, that's the thing, like. Kyle Long was not sexy. The guy made the Pro Bowl. But if we would have taken any offensive lineman, people would have been excited because 
Cutler was, you know, breaking. Right. Exactly. It, that's something that amazes me. Not not to cut off any of that Tampa talk here, but it's the fact that a year ago at this time we were thinking offensive line, offensive line, and there isn't a single talk about an offensive lineman really at all right now, right? I mean, we have the offensive line that's going to work for what we had. Our need is definitely our, defense. Right, of course. I'd say for depth, maybe towards the bottom. It depends sure. on how the draft falls. But, sure. I mean, that's probably our last need in terms – I don't know. I mean, I think we'll get into secondary needs later on. I mean, I wouldn't be upset if we grabbed an offensive lineman in the second round. Yeah. If it's, I mean, if it he's, sense. If he's a beast. Yeah. Right. I mean, we took care of a center problem, you know, so, well, maybe – I don't know if he's, like, the greatest, but we took about LaPuente from – the Saints, so, you know, we've got a replacement for Garza now. Just um, just to highlight how unpredictable the draft is, last year the Bears at number 20 took Kyle Long. Right. And everybody was like, I, I don't get this pick. It, it was very – it felt like a reach. It felt like we grabbed a guy that we could have gotten the second, possibly the third round, now, I think in the hindsight, we realized that he would have been gone, that he was being scouted fairly high. But we all were like, wait a minute, this, this doesn't make sense. If you, look at the, if you look at the offensive linemen taken in last year's draft, uh, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine of them were taken in the first round. Right. There's a big run on those boys. Wow. Virtually all of them disappointed, except Kyle Long. Really? Yeah. Well... Kyle Long had some stats that fell off uh, near the end of the season. I don't know if you remember that. It's that pro football fo- right. focus. He, he, can't, uh, really. he has a hard time on the outside edge. Yeah. Um, Eric Fisher, the number one pick overall, the Chiefs had injuries. Um, he, he started to look good near the end of the year. Uh, Luke Lockley, number two, struggled in five games before he was injured. Uh, the Eagles took uh, Lane Johnson at four. Started his right tackle, shake early, but came on strong. Um, and the guy taken at seven, Jonathan Cooper, season-ending, broken leg. Yep. Um, Chance Warmack, Titans, flash dominance but inconsistent. Okay. Um, so it really, it's just it's a crapshoot. You really have no nobody knows what's going to happen tomorrow. So you're saying Chris Long should have been the number one overall pick, or Kyle Long? Kyle. Excuse me, Kyle Long should have been number one overall pick. Well, of offensive linemen, over Fisher. Yeah. Although a tackle obviously has more value than a guard, but most people, most experts feel he, Long is going to eventually become our tackle. So I think so too. Yeah. I had us uh, trading up for him last year. I had like kind of an Elshon Jeffrey move for him in the second round, not in the first. Okay. Because we were low in the second. So I was. I mean, I, when I saw that, I was pretty happy about it. You know, it was a total reach. But so, Jason Ferrari, are you? Uh, you're saying you were on this kid. You were. You were. Your insight was right there. I. I don't know about you guys, but I listened to Mike Mayock. Yep. I think he's really smart. He goes to everyone's pro day. The guy calls games. He's, okay. He he doesn't miss a lot. Like if you follow his top five from the end of the NFL season to like he just released the top 100 today. Yeah. He usually hits, man. He's. He's pretty good, and I was telling you guys, if anybody wants to go to, you go to like NFL.com slash draft, and you can see he breaks down every player who's a possibility of being drafted, including people who are possibilities of being undrafted. Like, you can get a full-page bio of all these people. So then there's a full-page bio on Jordan Lynch in there somewhere. Yeah. Lynch for six from Northern Illinois. And he did not convert him. 
to a different position. No, and I think that everybody told him that uh, that he should if he wants to play in the NFL, and and he has continued to say no. Well, he said he'll give it. He said he's going to give it a shot, and well, then he'll make a move if he has to. He did the same thing with Northern. They were the only one who was gonna, who were going to let him play quarterback, and he did, and, and he, he made national headlines. It worked out really well for him. But <laughs> yeah, they're trying to get into the Pac-12 now. Are they really? I think so. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. They got Pac-12. Uh, big no. Big Twelve. Big Twelve. Sorry. Big Twelve. Sorry. Yeah. I've been hearing that for a little while. Al? Well, uh, I got a totally different thing. I was uh, spacing out there. There's been a lot of painkillers today. But uh, the question of where do you go for your draft information, because really you have to depend. We can't go and we can't scout these players. We can't give them intelligence tests, which I would love to do. That's all I would do. I would just walk in with Sudoku puzzles. Are you, you're the intelligence guy? I would be the intelligence okay. guy. Yeah. I'd be like, all right, let's yeah. see. The wonder lick? Yeah. The, the, the wonder, like, you know, right, cool. put your hand yeah. in your face, see see how big your hand is your face, and then hit him and see how he responds. I think that'd be a good test. There you go. But in order to do this, you have to go find this information somewhere. And the old traditional way was you'd go to Walgreens and you'd get a draft magazine for $300 with, with material that's three months old. Right. And that's what I actually ended up doing. I got uh, pro football draft. Um, but before I went yesterday, I went and I looked and to see if there was an app on the Apple Store right. of a draft guide, and there, there unfortunately wasn't, because I was willing to pay for draft information. There's not an app for that. Not an app. Not well, a good draft app. That's kind of... I would think there's like one that would really step up the game. Like, NFL, do they have a specific they have draft, draft tracking? One? Yeah. Okay, draft tracking. Tracker apps, you can go to the main apps, you can go to Bleacher Report and stuff, but it's mostly, okay. it's mostly mock stuff, but... You know, there, there's not really a guide. Plus, it's a little hard to do that through an app, unless I guess if you're if you're on an iPad or something along those lines. But right. otherwise, right? Can you imagine on on your phone doing it? But scrolling through that on your phone. I don't know about you guys, but I've probably for the last month been watching anyone that I kind of put from the Bears radar. Okay. All their YouTube footage. Wow. I mean, nice. some of those things they have like 15 minutes. Like usually a person's reel is five to eight minutes. They have okay. like 15 minutes of stuff. Of just, you know, people blowing, you know, it depends on the position. Right. They'll show it for safety. I've been watching a lot of that. And it's all, like, uh, college footage of yeah. these guys? Like, sometimes what, even super high school. fans of the colleges that are, that are putting them together? Is it's, it their agents? They have they're yeah. the ones that you can tell are specifically sent out to, okay. like, draft prognosticators. Right. And you've got... So we can get a hold of those types of you things. You can see, days. I mean, with, you're not going to see every game thing, but you're going to see their greatest hits, which is kind of yeah. what we need to see to do something like this. I mean, we're not scouts, yeah. but... Ferrari, I agree with YouTube. You know, I just started using Photoshop three days ago. As anyone who's seen our posts lately can tell, just started. Well done, Those sir. are brand new, and I go to YouTube a lot because uh, that's how I'm teaching myself how to use it is via that. And next mm. up, I think I'm going to pick up a guitar and learn how to play that and watch YouTube videos to teach myself. My wow. birthday's coming up June 9th. Well, if you, were in, if you were on the draft board, I probably would pick you in, like, the fourth round. For guitar playing or? <laughs> for just you in general. For YouTubing. Just, oh, just your skills. fourth round pick for Thank guitar so playing on YouTube goes to Clark. Again, Lauren is on hand to take your phone calls, 888-787-48. Wait, 888-787-4827 is the number there. All right, Billy, what are you, what are you expecting from this draft? What are you, what are you looking, uh, looking for? What are you looking forward to? Or? Um, definitely the depth of the draft. There's so many positions that are so deep. Wide receiver for one, uh, cornerback for another. I'm um, also pretty excited to see where the quarterbacks go. 
Um, there's all these rumors about Manziel and Bortles and Bridgewater is supposed to be the first overall. Now he's going in the second round. Um, Derek Carr. Yeah. Not Janine Garoppolo. What's his name? Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy. Yeah. So I'm excited to see where all those guys go. Um, how about you? I think we hit – I think the next pick is somewhere where a lot of people disagree, but this is a possibility for a quarterback. Jacksonville, that's that's number three. I mean, okay. it could be Manziel. It could be Bortles. You know, it depends on who they have ranked, but their quarterbacks stink. They have Chad Henney as kind of like your stopgap guy. They need to draft somebody. I mean, if they don't, I'd be in shock. Um, however, you have Gus Bradley as your head coach, the old Seahawks defensive coordinator. He wants to stack that up. They've already been bringing in a bunch of free agents. This might be a good spot for Mack, I think. Mack or Khalil Mack or a quarterback. I don't know who else they would go with there. Maybe a wide receiver because what's his name? Uh, Sammy Watkins. Sammy Watkins. No, who's the but you know they drafted someone. Oh, Blackman? Justin yes. Blackman? Then, yeah. 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 But you need a quarterback oh. to throw to him, right? Though. Yeah. But you need a quarterback has, who doesn't Blackman love was those. in drugs. He had his own Blackman? problems. Yeah. 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 Something. He enjoys life. I had him in fantasy. Hey, yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. Maybe he leaves notes for himself before he tries to leave his house. I remember this running back with the with the dreadlocks and then the hookahs and Mike Dicka in wedding dresses. Is Ricky Williams? Oh, he loved the marijuana, <laughs> and he he said, "You know what? Football's fun, but pot's funner." Well, that that's what he did. He came back. He played some uh, in Canada as well, didn't he? Uh, do they drug test in Canada? No, they don't do that for podcasting either. Thank God. <laughs> you just reminded me of Rashan Salam. Remember that guy? He went yeah, to the Pro Bowl and smoked weed in our locker room before games. Love the weed. Yep. Well, it's Hawaii. It's okay. He also loved fumbling, if yeah. I remember right. He liked the weed as much as he liked fumbling. I think that might have to do with the fumbling. Mm. Right. Dave Wants that. Yeah, he, the whole time, he, him and Dave Wani. You know, if we're, if we're talking running backs, can I just uh, go right into it? Is, is there a, a shot at grabbing a running back at some point during this draft? If no running back is taken in the first round, this will be the second year in a row. Really? No running back taken in the first round. Well, I'm for talking us, about for the Chicago for the Bears. Round. Yeah. Uh, fourth at the earliest. Okay. Unless some, someone they love is there fourth at the earliest. If our three picks aren't our first three aren't defense, I don't get it. Like, I really don't get it. Yeah, I don't quite understand. Because this draft's going to fall kind of weird, and I think people are going to trade up. There's going to be wide receivers and offensive linemen taken. It's going to push people down. And he says we have six guys. I'd be surprised if Eric Ebron was the only person in our six that's an offensive player. Okay. I think it's safety, defensive tackle, cornerback. I think those are our three. Definitely our biggest needs. For the first three rounds. Maybe a linebacker. Depending on who falls. Well, we're on the Bears. I mean, what 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 are we thinking? What what is? Uh... Well, do you? The first thing is: is there any chance that that Donald falls? I mean, Emery said that he was hoping a third quarterback would get up there. I'm, I'm thinking that maybe that's why. Uh, and if Aaron Donald's available, I I think you have to go with him. It doesn't look like he will be. His his stock uh, seemed to jump up quite a bit. He might go as early as eighth. Yeah, something like that. But I think that's where you got to go. Otherwise, we know the big need is safety right now. So, so what are your orders like? What do you in order like in order of needs by position? What are you guys thinking? D line, safety, cornerback. Oh, and I think I think the need is bigger in the backfield. 
than the D line right now. Based on after the free agency, I, that's that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. But if Donald's available, I I think he's just the athlete you need to put in there. Otherwise, we can talk about a couple other guys. I mean, is it Pryor? Is it Pryor? is it Clinton Dix? I mean, what's going on? So by need, sure. You say defensive tackle? How does a man have a hyphen in his name? Like I get women, they marry, they do the hyphen thing. No, they're, they're doing this thing, Al, where, where like it's, it's, it's their mother and father's name and yeah, stuff that's now. What it is. They're doing that. There's other people taking. Oh, I don't want. I'm, he's off my board. There's other people where okay, <laughs> haha, Clinton Dix. You'd been wanting it for a long time. Clinton because Dix you enjoyed it. I, I've been since day one. I've wanted Clinton Dix. You saw the name. His name he was saw the name. Yeah. And it made me think of Bill Clinton. Like his, he just makes me think of Bill Clinton. Oh, okay. Ha-ha, Clinton Dix. But, no, I wanted him because he's a safety, and we need a safety. We haven't had a safety in this town since Mike Brown, and before that we had the number 46, Gary Fensick, dominating that backfield, and we haven't had that in so damn long. I've just been craving uh, a safety, just like we craved the quarterback for so long. we got a quarterback, now I want a safety. I'm greedy. Was there a last okay. pro bowler carrier in 90? Probably wow. right. I think yeah. that was it. Yeah, for safety. Well, wow. Brown, maybe? I'll be done. I don't really know where that came from. Yeah, how about Brown? <laughs> Mike uh, Brown I don't know. If, did he go to a Pro Bowl? I would think he, he would. Maybe. I, unless, unless those back-to-back uh, walk-offs that he had uh, back in 01, yeah. unless those were after, like like too late. But well, the, yeah. If he had well, those, then that had to put him there. He was an all-pro pretty much the whole time he okay. played. But I don't. I, I can't remember if he went May to have never gone to Hawaii. He's, he's the John Madden for sure. Bears. Never, never going to Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you say tackle, yeah. safety, yeah, cornerback, cornerback, and what? Then linebacker, linebacker, okay. Then offensive line. What do you think? Um, I I think it's safety, then D line, then cornerback, then linebacker. Mike Brown, two-time Pro Bowl. No, no, no opinion on the Bears. Uh, I mean, from watching Chris Conkey play, I'd have to say safety, for sure. There's I, no way you want him as a starter I like anymore. that that's the national league. view on it. That, that's exactly <laughs> what it is, of course. Yeah. If there's any player I know about, it's Chris Conkey. He's terrible. Mm-hmm. Terrible. Yeah, no, Chris Conkey is... Never, <clears throat> well, he... He, he choked uh, up over there. He's out for a while, and he's supposed to be ready for the first preseason game. Lovely. Do you like still having him there for yeah. depth? I hate, I hate to say it, yeah. but I think you draft someone better than... True, but you keep him there for depth. But you've got because, him under contract. You might because, as well keep him on the well, roster. Well, yeah. There, there are people who are going to say, "Well, how could you cut Julius Peppers, who you had under contract?" And they're, they're just what uh, you need to do is look obvious. at the contract. Money. We don't know. Look at the eighteen million dollars. Right. right. Exactly. Probably owe him exactly. eight hundred thousand. Mike Brown went to the O one and O five Pro Bowl. Okay. So okay. Two Pro Bowls. So then it was yeah. Carrier Brown. Yeah. So we haven't had a guy since O <laughs> five. That's it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, it's time again. So, what what are you thinking? It, then, Ferrari, oh, the, the needs, the top positions, and it's all defense, right? Yeah. I mean, you, you guys, guys are all saying defensive line. Here. I want to specify even further because unless – so, I, we'll get into this when we get to our pick, but it's got to be a tackle. And there are some people who fall into a hybrid tweener category, so some of the ends could go. But mm-hmm. I think it's safety, defensive tackle, cornerback, linebacker. And then, you know, later on, you've got tight end, running back, wide receiver, O-line. just depends on how it falls. But what, did, what did you have there? I'm sorry. Safety first. Yeah. Then defensive tackle. Yeah. Then corner. Then linebacker. All right. Because yeah. linebacker is deep in this draft. Yeah. Like it is? Four rounds worth of studs. That's yeah. good because, I mean, you heard Tretzman during the, uh, during the intro there that uh, 
that uh, they're going to start Shea at, at uh, Sam's side, but well, where does he start? I mean, is it a complete restart for him? Is it? Yeah. We don't even know if he's going to be a – well, he – is he a starter? Can he be? The best part about all of these guys on the line and in the linebacker core is they actually have some coaches who have experience and know how to coach. Mm-hmm. You know, you've got Pascaloni. I, I, I just think we're going to see some different things from them. And these guys are so old school, and so if you screw up, you're sitting on the bench. Right. These people aren't going to make the team if they can't do it. So you're going to have McClellan and Bostic battling each other for the strong side. I bet both of them are going to be in the running in mini camps for the middle. Okay, because DJ Williams is on a one-year deal, and he, you know, hurt himself last year. He's never played a full season, ever. I don't think so. Okay, I mean, he's a stud when he plays, though. Even though he's old, like he was playing really well before he went down last year. So then, in this deep draft, you think grab somebody late, uh, adds a little more depth to the linebacking core. That way, when DJ doesn't get a full season, hopefully, you get a little more out of him than last year. Right. Uh, that I was at the training camp when he went down and uh, saw him going off in a cart, and just thought, yeah. That's that's not that's not good. And then he was out for a little while. I think he came back for week one. Came back in, yeah, and then he tore his pec, which I that's got to be just that's got to be awful. the worst injury of all time. Oh my god, yeah, like maybe a strained ankle is pretty bad as well. But high uh, high ankles because I had that three Did years you? ago and it still hurts. But yeah. great. tearing your pec off the bone, not that's not good, man. Well, we're talking pack. We're talking uh, yeah, like chest. like your chest, chest, chest. Like your chest yeah. muscle ripping. Oh God, yeah, that's just not good. Wait, what did I do? What what happened there? What? No, I was just saying the oh. amount of pain that. Ugh. What are you supposed to? You can't do anything. Nope. What can you do with that? It's like a shoulder injury. You can't do anything. Billy, I know that you've been known to lift weights. You ever torn a pec? I have not, sir. You no. have not. Have you no. seen it happen? I have not. No, but I imagine it'd be very painful. I'm gonna I'm gonna look it up on YouTube later. <laughs> Dudes tearing pecs. I did a rotator cuff benching and that. Messed me up for like nine months. Okay. That wasn't cool. It'll happen. Al, biggest injury to date? Is this where we're going? The NFL draft show? <laughs> biggest injury <laughs> to date? Sometimes uh, you need a tangent. <laughs> hmm. I, you know, maybe my knee. Okay. My knee. Yeah, I've, I've, anyway. I've been pretty yeah. injury free for the most part. Good. Billy uh, has been in a combine. He, uh, he's just a big dude. Billy's a pretty big guy. Like a harvester? Like an international yes. harvester? He used to work uh, on the farms down here. <laughs> Good. Billy looks like the guy from Sons of Anarchy. I don't know. You get that a lot? I do, every now and then. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he looks yeah. like the guy they killed. What, yeah. what was it? Oh. He got killed. Whoops. Oh, spoiler alert. Shit. Oh, no. Sorry. He's dead. <laughs> he looks like the dead guy from oh, Sons man. of Anarchy. But um, what was that like? I mean, uh, well, it was coming out of high school. It was uh, for, for college colleges to evaluate us. Um, it, it's pretty similar to the, the combine you'd see in the NFL. Um, there's a, a, a few few different things. I mean, it's the 40 yard dash. There's the the shuttle run or the three cone drill, standing broad, strand, uh, standing vertical jump, and then the reps at the bench is 185 instead of 225, okay. and they measure you and all that. Wow. Yeah. How'd you do? You do okay? Uh, not 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 that well. Obviously, I didn't play in college, so not that well. <laughs> the underwear Olympics. <laughs> Yeah, very few people played in college. So. Yeah. Actually, according to this magazine, a lot. A lot. You know, there's actually pages and pages. But The standing broads? Standing broad jump. Excuse the me. Standing broads. Standing broads. Okay. Standing Al, broad you've jump. seen some broads. I've right? seen some standing yeah. broads quite often, actually. <laughs> there you go. That's good. Yeah, so, some of them came to you on OK... Like, uh, they come to me on OKCupid sometimes. It's fine. I, I just I met somebody on OKCupid. We're, we're was she, was she standing? Right huh? Was she standing? <laughs> In her picture, she is. That's good. Uh, I mean, it's not like the dead people I see at my other job. 
so we go from wow. really bad. I mean, we go from the, this horrible team called the Jacksonville Jaguars, and to another nobody movie. knows what they're going to do, to the damn Cleveland Browns, which are probably, if if the Lord wanted to punish people, instead of sending them to hell, he would just make them be Browns fans. He would give them Browns jerseys and be like, you have to wear this ugly poop stain for the rest of your life. Jesus. So, you know how I feel about Just the Browns. not a fan about it. I don't like them. There's a lot of tradition there in, in the colors anyway. The team's new, but... Mm-hmm. So, they always need a quarterback, and they never take a quarterback, so let's see what happens this year. Well, they have two picks in the first, too. So, and I think some of these guys are going to fall. I, I know they hired Patin. He's a defensive guy. But they brought over Kyle Shanahan, the offensive coordinator from Washington. He likes... I mean, and he used to be offensive coordinator in Houston, so he kind of likes this guy. Oh, well, I don't know. He's had both. He's had RG3 and didn't really know what to do with him. Mm-hmm. And he's had Matt Schaub, where they were killing it back then. Remember Schaub and Andre Johnson, where they were playing really well. Yeah. Uh, Deshaun Foster. So I think they go offense. I mean, it's either quarterback or wide receiver, because I think some studs are going to be there at four. But they're out, what are they at, 13 too? No, uh, they're lower, right? 20, 26. 26, yeah. They could go quarterback down there, too. I mean, I think Watkins will be there. I think that might be where they go at four. What do you guys think? Yeah, pairing Watkins with that, uh, was it Josh Gordon, the other guy, who averaged yeah. like 200 yards a yeah, game? Got, 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 yeah, that would be a pretty interesting pair, and then get a quarterback later, either in the first, maybe Bridgewater's available, you know, maybe in the second with those other guys. Do we really think Bridgewater's going to fall that far? Yeah. Yeah. You think you know, yeah. not a first-round pick? Based on his pro day, uh, I think Bortles yeah. jumped up. Derek Carr. Oh, Derek Carr is tricky. He, he's going to have that stupid brother stigma. Mm-hmm. I hope that doesn't – if you're you know a smart football person, I hope that isn't the case. But you know, I think Bortles will go higher. I think Manziel might – he might be in the top ten. Manziel can go to Mack, Cleveland, though. Mack moved him to number one from number – like not even in his top five. I don't see Manziel falling past Minnesota, no. at least at eight. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And it, can he go to Cleveland? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, absolutely he could. If Watkins isn't available. Watkins. Yeah. Recently I was playing Madden, uh, last year's Madden. I started with a complete league draft, meaning you know everybody started fresh. And I drafted all offense. And one of my last picks was quarterback. And uh, the guy I ended up with was, uh, was Bortles. And... Uh, Throws a lot of pick in the Madden. Of course, I'm a bad quarterback, so we, we've been having some problems. Well, perhaps he'll have a bad quarterback's coach as well, he just as you are. So well, if he goes to Cleveland, be. God knows he'll just be bad. But yeah. yeah. So I just wanted to put that nugget out there. That's my scouting inside information because I've actually played as the cat. You know what I mean? <laughs> mm-hmm. I have taken on his, his persona and his skill set and thrown to Brandon Marshall, of all people. Well, I've heard of him. Yeah. He's a quarterback. Brandon Marshall. Uh, no, what position does he play? He's, he's a wide yeah. receiver. Thanks, man. Uh, we have pretty good wide receivers on our end of the line, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Do you see us selecting a wide receiver in yeah. the draft this year, Al? No, I don't. I really don't. Late. Good. You think we will? Yeah, yeah. late. Uh, they've, they've, done, they've done some picking up of a couple guys to, to help with that depth. Do they want to – do they want to try to bring somebody in just to compete? Yeah, it's camp. Okay. I think uh, even though Marquez Wilson has been down, you know, with with Brandon and Alshon, and and uh, actually half most of our offense has been down yeah. there a couple of times. Yeah. But 
I don't think he should be handed the number three. You know, you've brought in a couple other guys, Hickson. But if you notice, a couple of the guys that they brought in all have kick returning experience as well. Mm-hmm. We lost Hester. I think that's just going to be a battle. Thank God. But we bring in, I think, I don't know. I think they, they need a slot guy. They need a number three. And if Wilson isn't it, even if we bring in some little burner guy to compete, you know, those, the way Trustman works, we're going to have some four wide receiver sets. I know we play a lot of two tight end, but we don't have a second tight end. Like Dante Rosario stinks. I'm probably going to draft one, but and we definitely don't have that speed. We don't no, have that. We don't burner. have a, we don't have a burner on the roster. We have big bodied mm-hmm. receivers who are sure hands. I think uh, um, Emery just said something along the lines of like, yeah, I, I I like guys who can catch first before speed. Right. It's more about being able to position, and he he wants to give the quarterback more targets than speed or depth. So. Oh. But at least they can outrun everybody and then catch. Well, and then rounding out the top five uh, of horrible teams is uh, Oakland, who every year seems to be picking about here. And, uh, well, every year, we, I mean, we could just kind of just say a prayer for whoever goes there and say, well, I'm sorry. This is what your life is now. You're, you're a Raider. Yeah. Quarterback. Matt Schaub went there on a trade. Bortles, stopgap guy. I think Bortles, if he gets past any of the other people, I don't, know, I don't know why they'd pick anyone else, honestly. Yeah, but what if, what if like a Watkins happens to fall down there uh, due to the other guys? Do they, do they grab him? Uh, if Mac happens to slip there, they got to take yeah, him. Yeah, it depends. If Mac so, slips, he changes kind of how the draft falls. So then, do they just stick with Schaub because he's serviceable? Because he can. Maybe they get a quarterback. I don't really know what all their picks are, okay. but yeah, maybe in the second. I mean, there are some guys that could go third and fourth. I mean, like A.J. McCarron. There are some, there's some decent depth. And then you've got some people who are maybe a little bit injured and stuff but are healthy now. Quarterback could – I don't know. I don't see a ton of quarterbacks going in the first round. I mean, Oakland's been known to be a little wonky, though, with their picks. I could see Manziel going there. Yeah. Like, yeah. maybe they'll pick a kicker? Or? No. <laughs> They've already like done that. Manziel. Already done yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, Al Davis isn't drafted anymore. You know, he was always like, I want speed. I want yeah. speed. But okay. I think you've got a, you have a different general manager. You have Reggie McKenzie, who's, you know, from the Packers. Uh-huh. That's not his philosophy at all. He cut loose a bunch of dead weight this offseason. I think we'll see a shift there. Yeah, they're definitely going to try to be getting out of that, yeah. that right. hole, that hell they've been in for a long time. Um, all right. Well, then we go to Atlanta, who every year – Sucks. Yep. I'll tell you what, though. They, every year that we think they're good. Here's the thing: they now have they now have the threat of every time the ball is kicked or punted, they can they can return that one for a touchdown at any time. The Falcons. The Falcons, because they now have a young man by the name of Devin Hester. Huh? When did that happen? What three months ago? Yeah. Just after the whole free agency started. Who's their coach? Huh? Who's their coach? I don't recall. Mike Smith. Yeah. Mike Smith. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, right. Mike Smith, the white-haired guy. Yeah, yeah, that white-haired guy. One of the, one of the Matt Ryan's, one the of the many coaches that look like sixty-year-old lesbian women. <laughs> it's the George Seifert. It's the you know, yeah, but he he wore the Seifert looked like an eighty. He, kind of, he looked like a dude. Okay, <laughs> fair. That's right. The Falcons. Well, yeah, like Mike Martz falls into that category. You know, just like the lesbian woman looking. <laughs> yeah. Martz looks like a librarian. There's no, that head coach for the Falcons looks like that guy who uh, hosted the uh, Family Feud for a while, and uh, he was on like Dancing with the Stars. That Richard Dawson, oh, Hurley? oh that O'Hurley? guy from yeah, John O'Hurley, John O'Hurley. guy from yeah. Seinfeld. They, they oh my, that. oh yeah, yeah Peterman, yeah. a little yeah. bit, yeah. Yeah. Well, Lane. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, where, where do where do you see him going? 
the Falcons. If they don't draft some kind of an offensive yeah. lineman, yeah. that would be mind-blowing, seriously. So a lot of guys that I'm seeing right now, it's uh, Taylor Lewin. Or Matthews. Or One Matthews. They're both there. Whichever one's available. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they, if they're both there... Do you take one over the other? Or Ryan is, it, is not a mobile guy. Okay. They lost um, Gonzalez. Mm-hmm. They, so he's a pocket guy. Lewin's good on the run, so it would probably be a Matthews-type person. You know, unless they... I mean, they can't run anything outside the pocket with Ryan. A little bit, but he's, he kind of, he's kind of a statue. Atlanta's also one of those scary teams where they shouldn't be picking this high. Because they're really not that horrible. Well, they, yeah, they, were, they just had a lot of injuries. They need, yeah, and, they've and had whatnot. no depth. They right, no depth. Exactly. And, then. and now you're going to go ahead and you're going to get a stud offensive uh, tackle. That's Like to the point where you're thinking, well, I mean, if the Bears are going to miss that, why didn't we just win five games? Yeah. Yeah, what the hell? Yeah. And then, Billy, we get to Tampa. This All right. Very, very interesting. Well, let's just yeah. skip over Absolutely. Tampa and move on. And, <laughs> yeah. Let's say let's say a trade like we were kind of mentioning doesn't happen. Yes. This is a very interesting Which trade. I would actually prefer us not to go up. I mean, unless yeah. we can go up and get Sammy Watkins without yeah. giving up too much. There's a lot of talk of trading up. Yeah, there is. Um, we have a new GM. He's never been a, a GM before. He's apparently uh, he's supposed to be sort of a maverick. He wants to make all these moves, make a big splash. I okay. would much prefer us to, to stay with that pick, um, uh, keep the number seven, and... Take Mike Evans from A and M. Absolutely, put him with Vincent Jackson. Get a mini version of Marshall and Jeffrey. A what? A mini version. Uh, yeah. Okay. Mini. Like, well, <laughs> mini's like half, right? Or, uh, or like, like three quarters, three four fifths, maybe. So like a quarter version of what they are. Four fifths. Eighty I mean, percent. Jackson, he's a little older, but he can still ball, man. That guy, Absolutely. Yeah, especially if you put someone like Evans. And in. Evans is one of the best. Uh, players I've ever seen coming out of college, I mean, catching the ball in traffic. Players. But what are you going to do without an offensive system and with a quarterback who's only good in the system? Well, we do have an offensive system. What do you What do you have for an offensive system? Well, we just hired what coordinator. You, did he bring in uh, Jeff Tedford out of Cal, okay. the old uh, Cal head coach? All right, uh, he's kind of known as a quarterback guru. He's good with young, he's good with very good with young quarterbacks. So well, that's why I think they have a quarterback who. Is in need of a good Mike quarterback. Glennon, Mike Glennon, yep. Of a quarterback guru. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't Glennon. be surprised if he's a draft day trade. He, there's rumors of that too. We we're looking Glennon? for a second or that a third for him. Me. Okay. Yeah, he's a he was very very uh, very good last year. I mean, 19 touchdowns, nine interceptions, you know, 60 percent completions. Um, he had control over the offense. It was more of a conservative offense. I don't think he'd be able to run Tedford's offense. It's more of an open. Right. Uh, yeah, it'll be a hybrid spread type. Yeah, type the, offense. The problem with with new new coaches coming in is even if you, I mean, how many times do you walk into a like unless someone retires, you don't generally walk into an amazing situation with a franchise quarterback. If you someone got fired and you're new, and you're kind of when you walk in and you're handed a quarterback. I mean, like, Lovey clearly is not an offensive guy. I'm not saying he's not a good mm-hmm. coach, he's but he not. just doesn't get it. He doesn't care. He likes to just kind of. Here, yeah. you do it, and then when yeah. you when you stink, you get fired. Right. And that's you know, look at our look at when his experience here. But I'll, I'll tell you, you might want to draft a guy. You never well, know. My partner Larcher here has been raving about Mike Glennon since he <laughs> since he first heard his name. Mike Glennon. That's all he knew of him at first. That was it. No, no, he's, he had a couple good games. I couldn't even remember. He's at the like very least. Back, he's gonna he's, he's gonna be a career long backup. At the very yeah. least, he's very yeah. serviceable. And um, smart, tall, big arm. 
Let me tell you something about Lovey Smith. He is a little goofy looking, though. <laughs> Lovey Smith loves backup career backup quarterbacks. That's his thing. That's his forte. That's why we got McCown. Exactly. Well, I think that was a really <laughs> smart move, actually. And I'm glad he got the money, too. Yeah. Glad, oh, man. no, he deserved it a lot. No doubt about it. He was uh, a coach. He was basically a coach on our team. No, it, Color just gave him a hell of a lot of props uh, the other day. He won the Piccolo Award. Oh, yeah. He gave oh, him wow. props for winning that. He said that, he said that it's, uh, he's my first teammate who, or he's the, the teammate who's made me a better player, but also a much better person. Better person. And then that's why the Piccolo Award happened. Uh, Billy, if I may, I would say the other pick that I would be very okay with is Aaron Donald, the defensive tackle. There's links to us grabbing him, too, seventh overall. Wow. He's a because he's a lovey guy. He's a lovey guy. I mean, he'd be a great three technique. He'd go with McCoy over the middle, open up the linebackers, make more tackles, uh, you know, put him in there with our with Quentin McDonald. We just mm-hmm. got him from Seattle. Okay. Rotate them. That would be a great pick, too, but I would Fair. prefer Mike Evans. I would not be surprised to see Lovey do defense. Yeah. I mean, if Lovey it's is lovey. control, Lovey likes defense, Lovey is good with defense, and Lovey also realizes you need the talent to play his defense, and if he sees a guy who can make a difference, he's going to I think they've got well, a pretty good D-line, though. You said... Yeah, wait, we've spent, stud, spent a yeah, lot of yeah. draft picks on it, but, I mean, we're getting rid of a few of them, we're, so... I mean, if we get Donald in there, too, in the rotation, you can never have too many defensive line, linemen to rotate in. Right, yeah. Yeah. Al, Al, you said that if Lovey has control, I, I, I had heard that, that he does that he has. Well, that's the final, why your like general manager has no general manager experience because he's that guy. Yeah. You know, so basically, they just needed somebody to put it in there, but they're going to let Lovey do it. Well, I mean, is, this guy, you know, I, I, I don't think he's going to be bad by any means, but Lovey's got the full reins now, which mm-hmm. is, I don't know, man. So that's <laughs> we've seen it. It's good and bad. But I think offense. I mean, I will take a ten and six season. You know what he got fired okay. for? I'll take ten oh, yeah. and six. Well, good luck with year. Oh, fair <laughs> enough. Yeah. What, what, where were you guys? Where were you at last year? Uh, I believe four and twelve. Four and twelve. Yes, sir. So, what what is your your outlook? Well, I guess we could talk about this next week after the draft. But okay. Uh, but I mean, honestly, right, right I'm, now, right now, I mean, if Evans is available, they're mm-hmm. taking him, right? I hope so. Okay, that's but a smart you think, pick. You think they might jump on Donald? There, even if Evans is available, they might just because of how uh, deep the wide receivers the are. Wide receiver Evans, right. yeah, you can get uh, uh, the, what's his name, Benjamin from from FSU in the second round. He's kind of the same type player, or the third round even. Um, you, I mean, you could pick up a lot of wide receivers later on. Okay, Donald is a yeah. lovey player. Agreed. You know, and we'll we'll get into you. You know how I feel about. Yeah, we'll get. We'll I mean, get we're going to get into Bears like, at some be, point I here. Sure, I River. If we'll go. We'll go into us. that for sure. <laughs> Who, Aaron Donald? Yeah, really. Because mm-hmm. I was not sold on Donald. I really wanted Dix, and then uh, <laughs> and then he had a hyphenated name. Well, yeah, it was and disgusting. it ruined everything. No, he, he was a man even, he with a talking about players. Hey now, hey. 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 Yeah. Uh, should we round out at least the top ten before we slip on down to? Uh, no. To Chicago. Why don't we do that? We we'll finish the top ten, right. and then we'll. Bang so, Billy, it, it's great to catch that insight on on Tampa. Are you are, the the final thing really for? Well, not the final thing, but we can jump back at it. But your, your feelings on on Lovey Smith as a head coach uh, coming in? Like him, man. He's he's from Tampa. He's a okay. Tampa guy. Yeah. He's got roots there. He's from Texas. He's from Texas. Well, but, whatever. You know he, what I he mean. Was under he's under Dungey. Yeah, he's a Dungey guy. Shady Texas. Yeah. Um, Fair but enough. I do. I, I love the love the hiring. I yes. pretty much love everything we've done in the off season, with a few exceptions. We've had a great free agent class, great head coach. I like our offensive coordinator choice. Our defensive coordinator, I'm a little iffy on. But other okay. than that, great. 
Here's the thing. Here's the thing. That is good. Money yeah, that's good for you because here, here in Chicago, it was always a problem getting an offensive coordinator. They had to, they settled on Martz. The year right. that nobody wanted him. the nobody job. wanted him. He hired Turner back when he came in at first, and and things went like they were shoop for a little I while. I mean, they were just cringeworthy, Billy. I mean, cringeworthy offensive coordinator. Oh, was it Mike Tice? Under one? a defensive under yeah. a defensive head coach. Oh, last, so last year. So Mike Tice. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm telling you, <laughs> Jesus. I'm telling you, as a Tampa fan, you, you should be happy with the fact that you're not positive on your D coordinator because Lovey's good at that. Yeah. That's his thing. So if you're happy with the offensive coordinator and, and, you, and you, you think that things can go the correct way, if he's a quarterback's guy, mm-hmm. especially with a guy that Lovey's already pretty much named the starter, mm-hmm. then I, I think you're in, you're in our hands. Now. We, had a good, we had a good defensive coordinator by the name of Ron Rivera. Who oh my! Who played, never, never left. Who in the first played line. for the Chicago Bears Super Bowl year and was an amazing defensive coordinator. Got us to the Super Bowl. Lovey Smith got rid of him the next year. Ran him out of town because Rivera didn't, didn't want to run a traditional Tampa two. Right. Which is right. Which so. I. And then you, you see the defense he's built in Carolina now. Hate the Tampa two. That's a so nasty much. defense in Carolina. I do like the Tampa. Wow, he hates the Tampa too. Should I separate some people? You're right, we got Billy. Tampa, Tampa no. Billy here. <laughs> Defense is a joke. Al, you hate the Tampa too. I am. Yeah. I, I like running the Tampa. All right, too. guys. Let's just keep. I mean, let's have some chips and salsa, guys. Maybe some bourbon. I've had. I've had both. <laughs> let's go to the next pick, huh? Thank you so much for listening to the Larcher and Lawrence NFL Draft Preview Show. We have Billy Kyrus. There we go. Hey now. And Jason Ferrari. Ferrari. <laughs> yeah, no, it's Jason Ferrari here along with Al Larcher and uh, myself, Clark Lorenzen. And uh, thank you so much for listening. With the eighth pick in the 2014 NFL Draft, the Minnesota Vikings select. <laughs> this pick is weird. Al. I'd say Manziel's there. They're going Manziel. Lewis Nix, the third. Really? Yeah. No. Wow. Zimmer is not that guy. I don't know. I'm just going one second. Oh, that's, yeah, that's their, their new head coach. He's got Mike a picture Zimmer. book over there. He doesn't. He's not a fat guy, defensive coordinator. He, oh, he's I, a, he comes from like the Dallas system. He's a speed guy. Right. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think if Manziel's there, it's how Manziel. Is it not quarterback. Yeah. Um, but since you've got a defensive coach, and you've got Adrian Peterson, you've got Cordell Patterson, you've got a pretty good offensive line. It, you know, it's. I think they go D um, or quarterback. And I know Bortles has been mentioned there. Menzel's an option. I think those are the only two guys who are in, who are realistically top ten quarterback. I would take Bridgewater. I mean, if, I, if I'm the GM of the Vikings and you got a chance at a franchise quarterback who, who's Whoa. dropping. Franchise. You don't think he's a franchise quarterback? Mm. I think he's like Andy Dalton. I think they took a reach on, you know, they already effed up with Christian Ponder. Yeah. So, but I mean, neither of those are number one franchise like locks, and there's no Andrew Luck in this draft. They they can go Manziel, who's an upgraded version of Christian Ponder, very upgraded, but still. Well, that offense gets scary if Manziel's there because of the position guys and North Turner taking over. Like, man, if you get a Manziel in there with that. North with, the, Ter- with those skill players, that's that's scary. We have to deal with those people twice a year. Turner runs a very safe, run-heavy offense, which makes sense when you have Adrian Peterson. If you could get a safe quarterback who who can take some chances and, and succeed in those chances, you're right. Minnesota all of a sudden goes from the laughing stock of the NFC 
to the uh, contender. I think if Bortles is there, they take him over Manziel, just based on what you just said. Yeah. Because Manziel's more of an out-of-the-pocket, risk-taking kind of guy. So those are all shots in the dark, but they're probably going linebacker. <laughs> Mac, Right? Yeah. Well, if, another if Mac's spot, there. Mac, Mac could Mac be there. Falls, he, he could, could be there. Yeah. Or Mosley. That's it. No, yeah. that's way too high. For no, Mosley. you know what we haven't mentioned, though? Like too Anthony high. Barr. Like, of, there are some players that may not be on a lot of like mock drafts. Who's but that? Anthony Barr is a um, UCLA, UCLA, right? Yeah, yeah. outside linebacker. Outside guy. Uh, but he's also a... Uh, his draft is... I mean, his stock is falling, though. Think like about, crazy. like... Um, Roosevelt Colvin, you know, or actually what McClellan may end up being this year if he's not the starter. You bring uh-huh. him in on passing downs, and he rushes the quarterback from the stand-up position. Like, I, I, but I think Mac. I don't know. Like, I, I just find it so hard to believe that Mac falls this far. I, th- I think someone would tr- probably trade up for him yeah. if he's still there. I mean, Tampa might move back. You know, Atlanta might move back. They only have four or five picks in this draft. They might move back. But if they think that that there's enough quarterback depth, I yeah. feel like Zimmer's going defense. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Now, I've seen a lot of guys who are throwing Mosley up there, though, Billy. You, really? You it, it's way too early. There, there's like three or four guys right on the NFL.com page. NFL.com. Well, Heard of it. Your, it. It's this site. Mosley is yeah. your starting middle linebacker of the future, and he will start from day one. Okay. But, but he's not Luke, Luke Keekley. He's not that level. He, no, he's, but you know what? People didn't know what Luke Keekley was going to be. I mean, I, I remember like watching some BC games. It was like, wow, this guy's a freak. But yeah, I didn't yeah. think he was going to be that a freak that fast. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they started him on the outside, and then he took over in the middle and just dominated. So, yeah. But I think Mosley. I mean, I we'll like we'll we'll get into all this when we get to the Bears pick. But I wouldn't would be upset if he was wearing a navy and orange next year. If the Bears don't do the right thing and take Michael Sam. By God, I am I am protesting. What round? Huh? What round? The first pick. Trade up. Trade everybody. Get the first pick number one overall. And trade our like old Michael draft Sam right to get there. Michael Sam. Listen, I would give up Marshall and Jeffrey for Sam. You know what? I haven't heard about Sam. Not not to just jump off, but um, is we he still is he still that? like four to six? No, he's dropped. Even he, he might even up. get drafted. Yeah. Because oh, of his, really? yeah, his, combine. Of his combine. Oh, not, I thought you, not I thought you were going to say because of his game. No, <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Yeah. no, we're all too scared to say that. No, too scared, a little bit. No. Um, but After, no, his, his comp- I think he ends up. It's being, not about that anymore. He That's ends why up it's being a, a backup and a and a special teams guy at least to start. I mean, like the guy is, you know, he, he was, he's a motor player. He's one of those guys. I mean, you, you never know what's going to happen. Co Co SEC Defensive Player of the Year. I mean, he's got football skill, but that those combine numbers. I mean, they one of the big things comes to the draft. But standing, standing vertical, it said it was 24 inches. Tom Brady's was 23 and a half. And, and that was like yeah. the lowest they've and ever he's seen. What, six, five? He's 6'5"? He's 6'5", and it's supposed to be a defensive end. He doesn't really have to jump. But look me straight but I mean, in it the eye. It shows a jilly and Sorry, go yeah. ahead. Look me straight in the eye and tell me the Bears don't need depth at D-line and special teams. This is a need. That was sixth round, seventh round, absolutely. I, I don't know. I, that's, well, that's where you get your special teams, guys. I mean, you find them in free agency, and you find them in the low rounds of a draft. I mean, we can't be drafting high for special teams unless these people are we're drafting them for depth people to play behind a DJ Williams. You know, if we bring in a Mosley or whatever, like these guys will play special teams, or they won't make the team. I seem to remember the Bears taking a risk on a special teamer by the name of Devin Hester, and it turned out all right for us. Yeah, remember we drafted him as a cornerback, second round, right? Early second round. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I'm just kidding. I, Ended up working out all right. Say I'm just, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> not worth the pick. 
All right, so we're thinking. I think I think it's. I think it's Mac or a quarterback. Okay. Based on the based on how we've all, no one has really put him anywhere, right? Yeah. Yeah. No one's enough. put Mac anywhere yet. Yeah. I, I would. I'd right. take him over Mosley. So then, uh, if you're looking at your draft kicks, it kicks your draft kits at home, folks. Uh, we'll be moving on to the number nine selection with the Buffalo Detroit Bills. Bills. The number nine selection with the Detroit Buff- Buffalo yes, Bills. With, with the Buffalo Bills. Uh, and for those of you listening live, um, we got a special night for you with this uh, draft show. Uh, we've a lot. We've been allowed for. We talked to the Blog Talk people. We had a little conversation. They're giving us ninety minutes live. For those of you listening on Whoa. the live show, you can still call in at any point during the show. There's a lot more to cover with the NFL draft. We're going to finish up here through the top ten, and then we're going to go over to the Chicago Bears. Yeah, let us know who you want. Definitely going to be some overtime uh, <laughs> since we're on pick nine. We are. We are there. <laughs> so the Minnesota – no, I'm sorry. The Buffalo, Buffalo Bills. Offense. With round nine. Their defense is solid, man. Offense? I mean, this is a good spot for Ebron. Like the first Absolutely. one. Yep. Offensive line or Ebron. Because that guy is a Jimmy Graham type player. I'm not saying he's as good, but he, you know, and I know they say that he has some drops, but he's a good prospect. I mean, that would be one of those crazy things that would change what the Bears maybe would do if he fell to us. Yeah, like that's okay. just one of those things. I mean, Buffalo has a pretty underrated defense. They they have they brought in uh, Brandon Spikes as a middle linebacker. They were making moves uh, throughout the off season. Yes, probably Iran. Or the or an offensive tackle. Mike Patine sure. doesn't get a head coaching job without Buffalo's defense playing really well. I mean, yeah, that's just okay. Okay. Yeah. No, to me, I, I see the same. I I think they're going offense. So Ebron. Yeah. How uh, about EJ Manuel? If uh, if for some reason uh, Jake Matthews, it looks like a couple guys. Uh, yeah. Yeah. There's still right. some depth there at offensive line. Yeah. I would I wouldn't. Uh, and based on how things have been falling, we they're. Offensive line has fallen. I mean, you know, in terms of how we've been going. But yeah, Ebron. I mean, I would look at him first for them. They don't have any legit. They have wide receiving threats, but they don't have a tight end. That I, I can't even think of who who they have as their tight end. Which is not good. Bruce Smith. <laughs> Heard of him? Pretty good. Yeah, Mark Wait, no, Levy. Ready? Scott Chandler. End. Pete Metzlars. That's who was on those Super Bowl teams. Pete Metzlars. Yeah. Yeah, Scott Chandler gone. was their starting tight end last year. Oh, okay, I don't know who Scott Chandler is. He's. Um, do you remember? Um, He's from Chris Iowa, Chandler? right? <laughs> yes, I do. He was no. Chris Chandler's kid. For real? No. No, no relation. No. But I think Chris Chandler had a dad who played. If I'm not mistaken. Former Chicago Bear, Chris Chandler. Yeah, yes. there it is. All right, so then let's move down to the ten slot. And Al, uh, your team has this one. The Detroit With, Lions. There you go. Yeah. This is a problem to mess up our board. Yeah. You think they go in safety or corner? Both. Either or. Yeah. Or I think, think they go Gilbert or Dix I, at this spot. If I were them, I'd go Gilbert. I, I like Gilbert a lot better than Dix, personally. His ball skills are just amazing. Okay. Not a gay comment. No. No. No, I, okay. I actually laughed in my head and then moved on. <laughs> and now well, you and Dix the balls on that, too. <laughs> It, it works Gilbert's out. better at getting uh, balls than okay. Dix is. Yes. Yeah, right. even better. Uh, <laughs> so Gilbert, cornerback, they're going defense, huh? How is how does this Can we talk him into offense? Yet again? No. You, you know, know who they mean? might go with though? Because it's 
Have you ever noticed with Detroit, and I know they have a new regime in place, but they don't have a new general manager? They like their Michigan guys. This might be a Denard spot. What? Dequez Denard, like he's he's first round guy. He, or, he's going in the first round. Or Luan, if Luan's there, he's from Michigan, right? Right, but I mean, and they like, lost Jeff Backus. That they need a corner. They have. I mean, Chris Houston just they just said he's getting surgery. Yeah. So they need a corner bad. Yeah. Their DBs have sucked. Isn't that a little high though for that guy? He's the first round. I mean, they've got Branley Roby going in the first round, and mm-hmm. I don't think he's the best in the world. I think a lot of guys go, putting Roby uh, down in with the Bengals at 24. But, well, right, because uh, that's the same stuff. Cleveland and Cincinnati me, like to do that stuff. They like to bring in their hometown guys. I'm sorry. I, like, I, I follow Michigan. I, I'm a Michigan guy. Are you telling me that Denard Robinson might be drafted? <laughs> might be drafted by no, the no. Detroit Lions? Redrafted. <laughs> oh, yeah. He might be picked up. No, I'm not. Okay. All right. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> well, Darquise Dar- Denard. Very good pronunciation there. Five, five defensive, uh, five cornerbacks yeah. who are first round guys. Okay, I think it's okay. it's a great year for cornerback. I think you've got Fuller, Gilbert, Denard, Roby, and Verrett. It's not Denard. There's two ends. It should be Denard. Denard. I'm going to say Denard. I got Darquise. <laughs> Dequez, Dequez, Michigan State guy, whatever you want to call him. Yeah, if you're a Michigan State fan, you know who he is. Detroit could do that. They just like their local guys, but I mean, I'm thinking it's... I hope, you know what, I hope they just get smart and take the best player, just for their sake. Actually, I hope they do. No, actually, for our sake, right. I hope they take a shit bag. Listen, Detroit... They should draft offensively. They really should. <laughs> no, they should go wide receiver. Yeah, wide receiver. trade up, go actually, wide receiver. wide receiver... If you think about it, I mean, uh, Burleson's gone. I know who they brought... Oh, they brought... Um, uh, Notre Dame guy over from Seattle. Jeff Samarja. Oh, no. no. Uh, he Golden Tate. Golden Tate. Yes, they yeah, brought him over. So Not Jeff Samarja? I mean, like... No, he's busy throwing pitches up, up north here. I wouldn't be I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if it did something crazy. I mean, I know it's Detroit, and this is has happened over and over and over, but if some stud offensive lineman falls, if they did that to put him on the side of Johnson, I mean, they need defensive help. It's a defensive coach, but they make bad decisions, man. So yeah. you never know. They, I mean, historically... Yeah, they they have. Of course, they beat us twice last year, pretty much keep us out of the playoffs, and then they pick ahead of us by, like, two picks because you know they're going to screw us. They're going to take the guy we want. Actually, we've got several people ahead of us who are going to take the guy we want. Well, who do we want? Uh, Or positions we want, I should say. Tennessee, New York, and the Rams all need defensive line and defensive backfield. But they also need line. Also need offense. Right. Offensive line. So. Yeah. There you go. Billy, do we have you through through the end of the live show tonight? I know. I believe so. What time is it okay. over at? Uh, Eight thirty. Yeah, it should be good. We're around there. Yeah. We, we might even just keep rolling. We'll, I'll allow it. We'll see what happens. We got a lot to talk about here. Should I call uh, in sick to work? I might just be quiet. I, I, I think you're not feeling well. I'm not. Not no. feeling well. I could I could send a message <laughs> over to old Scooter there real quick. I wasn't yeah, just gonna take it. I was gonna say if you're not feeling well, oh. yeah. I hear barefoot <laughs> cures everything. red. Red wine will cure that. And that's, that's for sure. Good. Yeah. So is bourbon. Right. Oh God, yeah. Tennessee. So we all agree that defensive back is probably happening. It should. I mean, logically speaking, it yeah. should. Now Tennessee, I have no idea yeah. about. So I'm gonna let you guys talk about it. Uh, let's see. Co- well, all right. So we've got a new coach. 
Um, new coach, new offensive system, new defensive system. I believe they brought over uh, – uh, let me think. What's the guy's name who was Cleveland's defensive coordinator last year and Arizona's defensive coordinator before that? The guy who wears the dreads. You know what I'm talking about? No. Crap. I'm sorry. I, Snoop Dogg? I'm, I'm at a loss. Yeah. Snoop yeah. Dogg is their defensive coordinator. Of course. Whose son is actually a very good football uh, player. Peanut Tillman. Yes. Okay. Awesome. He's playing for us and coordinating their defense. Well, that, uh, that'll work out real well in the future. <laughs> yeah, hold on. I'm going to tell you who it is. Uh, I don't know. As you said, they're, they're going defensive back. If Gilbert's there, if Dennard is there, and if, uh, if uh, Kyle Fuller's around, maybe they'll even grab Kyle Fuller out of Virginia Tech right there. That's I'm thinking, what I'm seeing in that spot. I think that's the pick. Okay. I think it's Fuller. Okay. He's, I would like him to be playing for us, actually, depending on how things fall. I mean, that would be a nice guy to, you know, Emery said, I would love two, but if there's three, I would kind of like it to be Fuller, Dix, and Donald, like, in that spot. But, mm-hmm. you know, our lives don't work that well, way. Well, I've also seen him, seen uh, Tennessee taking Donald uh, on a couple on a couple places there. Yeah. Uh, if Donald's the available, the thing is, he's so good. He's oh, got to be taken. It's Ray Horton, and Ray he's Horton runs a three-four. Donald is you're not putting Donald in a three-four. Okay, he's a classic three okay. technique. That's the only thing about that. But they have no defensive. Uh, oh, right. and they lost um, Altron Werner to you. Yeah, to, yeah, yeah, Tampa. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it looks like that's where well, they're going. Stud corner is Warner. now yeah. a Tampa Bay linebacker too. They're dead at. Yeah, linebacker. Right. Yeah, they can probably just do linebacker or corner first. That's a, that's a mostly second spot. Round. That's an Anthony Barr spot. You know, the or that's, that's too high for Anthony Barr. I mean, Way too he's high. He's gonna get drafted higher than he should. Way too high. What? I haven't even heard of one of their linebackers. Tennessee. Yeah. They still have that Keith Bullock guy. No. It's no, nope. he's. It's Zach Brown, who I think is a singer. <laughs> he has a band. Double it's duty. Something about his toes. Something about toes, toes in the water. Calling yeah. yeah. double They're duty. They're middle linebackers. In the Mosey Fuku. That's. And Akeem Ayers. Yeah. I, I, yeah. No clue who this. That whole are. they need to really redo that team. Like, just blow it up. <laughs> yeah. All right. That'll work. All right. So New York. New York has the 12th pick. I've also seen them taking Aaron Donald. Yes. Right in there. But if Ebron falls to them, I think that they will like race to the podium because okay. they have no offensive weapons whatsoever. That's a good point. Or offensive line because Manning has had the same problem as Bradford that we were talking about. He's just getting smoked. Yeah. Watching him play last year, I'd go offensive line. Yeah. I mean, is Akeem Nix and Victor Cruz done? Like, are they? They're still pretty serviceable now. Yeah, but not if he has no time. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Offensive line line at that point. Then you're probably grabbing uh, Matthews if he's there, Martin if he's there, uh, Lawan. I think Martin falls to them. Okay, Matthews. That's a stretch to get to 12. But Martin from Notre Dame, he'll. I think he'll fall to them. Okay. Yeah, but if Ebron's there, I mean, it's he's he's viewed very highly in this draft. You know, because they're. Tight ends every year just aren't. You really love this tight end. No, I'm telling you. You are in love with this you, tight end right now. I'm telling you, if he go, if he falls out of the top 15, I'll be shocked. Okay. Well, the Bears aren't taking him. No, they're not I mean, drafting him. If he falls round. out of the 15, then right, people then know things that like I can't read or watch on video. Like he's a stud. Okay. Uh, cool. Yeah. They're, they're most likely going offensive line. There's a chance they could grab Donald if those uh, those two guys aren't there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it all I mean, depends. 
because there's so many good players. And then uh, a, a team that we saw earlier in the draft making their, what, 30th pick of the draft so far out of the first 13, uh, the St. Louis Rams back in the fold again, Ugh. which nice nice job dealing down there, Rams. Very, very good job. Yeah, it's very good drifting. job. And uh, where do they go this round? Based on how things have fallen in our little circle here, yeah, they're going prior or dicks. Yeah. I'm hoping, personally, I'm hoping prior. You're hoping they take prior. Yep. All right. I think I, I explained to you in Gchat, but we can, or in a Facebook Messenger, but we can go further into that after, if you'd like. I mean, as no. a Bears fan, of course, you want them to take prior, but they would probably take dicks at that point. Prior might be the safer of the two. See, it's a. Uh, I think I, about who their defensive coordinator is right now. The person who was suspended from the league for paying bounties is now oh. their defensive yeah. coordinator. Yeah. Back Good from suspension, yep. he likes people who punish. Pryor fits that mold. Yeah. No, he definitely does. Pryor's a hitter. Pryor could stop a run. Dick's questionable. <sighs> I watch, watch his YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I watch a lot of SEC games. He's I, I like Clinton Dix. I think he's... He, he's That's been my number one guy for the last. We haven't, six months. you know, as until tonight, we have I mean, not had a safety who can play the pass for a very long time. Right. And mm-hmm. if you think about it, with the improvements that we're, we've made on the line, run support is not our biggest problem, and Mundy can play strong safety. You know. Okay. So with that being said, we have no one to play the pass. No one. MD Jennings, he Packers didn't retain him for a reason. That guy got smoked all last year. Right. And he's got starting experience. It's good for depth, but otherwise, he's not a starter. So I don't know. I think they go prior, but you know they could. It's it's one or the other. But I I feel like it should be safety for them. Well, it, at that point, I'm I'm happy with either one. I mean, I guess I guess at that point, if if they both fall that far down, which seems like they probably could be, it, it's Clinton Dix and it's Pryor. Uh, Give me, give me the one that St. Louis doesn't take. I think I want it to be Clinton Dix, like you guys do, but yeah, I'll take Pryor. Come on, right there. I think what we talked about, and this is going to be a problem for I think any team that gets him, is he puts his head down. I'm not saying he misses a lot of tackles, but he is a walking penalty. And unless a coach really, really gets in his head and tells him to stop, we're going to have a lot of penalties with him. And I'm, I'm tired of hearing about this. With any player at any position at any point in the draft, this relentless motor, he never stops, blah, blah, blah. You know what? You're not supposed to stop. I'm tired of hearing that crap, the motor. You know, if you hear lazy, that's something else. Motor thing, these are professional athletes. They lazy have a motor. Sweet. They're here for a reason. <laughs> but that guy, like, just delivers hits all the time. And just that's another thing. Go watch some of the YouTube stuff on him. He's just, you know... Head down. I mean, he's. I think he's an injury risk kind of guy. He looks like Bob Sanders, but bigger. You know, which obviously a game changer. But how many seasons did that guy play a full season? I just. I have concerns with him. I think he's. He's a legit starter from day one. But I don't know. As long as he doesn't look like Bob Seeger, I think we're all right. <laughs> um, yeah, I, we 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 definitely need help at safety. And anybody, either of those picks, regardless of the risk right. versus the reward. It's better than Conti. I mean, it is leaps and bounds better <laughs> well, than what was there. I mean, there are some seventh round potential who may be better than Conti. You know, I like, slight, yeah, yeah. Well, 
True. I mean, I think most punters in the league are better than him. We but, don't know how they have him ranked, but I mean, it depends. Like, if they want, if they have Dix ranked higher, and then maybe Gilbert is there, and I just feel like the conversation or Fuller is there. Stuff changes in the draft room when if Dix comes off the board. I don't know, but I'm not drafting for the Bears. But I think that's got to be their number one target. I mean, I got to think so. that's what Emery wants more than anything right now. I mean, it's something. Safety is one of those positions. It's very hard to address in free agency. They're just. There really is only a handful of top-shelf safeties in the league to begin with. Very few of them end up making the free agency market. So if you're going to find a safety, it's got to be in the draft, and this is one of those rare opportunities to do that. And think so. of how the the league has changed. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, Obviously, the trend, not the trend, unfortunately, it is what it is. The bigger defensive backs is kind of how it needs to be to be able to defend the run, the pass, and to cover 6-4 wide receivers. I mean, that's just it. It's like the nature of the game. But, you know, not everybody – I mean, there are a lot of people that – safety players or safeties that people are saying could go to the Bears who can't cover the pass, which is our biggest deficiency at the back end. Mm-hmm. We need a free safety. We have no one on the roster who's a free safety, period. So and Calvin Pryor not a free safety. That's that's my only. That's one of my reservations with that guy. Okay. Yeah. So let's say Dix is off the board. You go Pryor. Well, let's go. Let's. Well, we're at fourteen. Let's do it. I. Yeah. It depends on who else is there. So let's say Donald's there. Let's say Kyle Fuller's there. Let's say C.J. Mosley's there. So you'd go corner over safety. I don't know. I don't, I'm just trying to think of what's what's going on in that room and who falls to us. I don't think it's wrong to go corner at, at no. that point. I mean, you got to think about the age of of what we have going there. Well, that I am thankful that that Tillman came back and that he's there. See, are, is he going to be there for the full season? And do you want a guy who's ready to roll? I just think the safety is so, like you're saying, so weak depth wise in this draft that you, if if you have a top guy, you have to get him. Right there. You can't go corner because you can get a, a pretty decent corner. I agree. Later. In With that, the second pick, you can you get, you get a corner. Yeah. That being said, the year before, guys like Conti and our backfield weren't being looked at as, as – uh, they weren't in the spotlight as much on that because if you shore up the rest of the defense pretty well, then those safeties aren't relied on as much, and, and that's what happens. As we know, the defensive line depth from last year caught us. Yeah. Uh, well, that's the problem. Guys are just falling off left and right. One of the lines, bad, right. Bad, bad, Our linebackers right. go down. DJ Williams goes down. Lance is out for forever. Yeah. Uh, a good so pass by rush that point. Then it's highlighted with the backfield. So right yeah. now, let's look at it on paper. Like on paper last year, that defense wasn't going to be the 30th best defense in the league. It it just wasn't supposed to be. But they had no depth and they got into trouble. So right it's now, it's much better on paper this year because of where we've spent the money. Right. Um, my, Free agency, I think they did a fine job. Oh, absolutely. My point with, say, okay, so say they want Pryor and he goes off the board and Dix is available. I mean, it's interchangeable at that point. If if we're saying that they're in there, and I don't believe this is the case, that they're saying, I don't care which of them are there, we're going safety. I don't think that's what they're doing in that room because if they want a free safety and that's a need for us, they can go Jimmy Ward. Um Deion Buchanan can play a little bit of free. He's not the best. He actually hits just like Calvin Pryor does. But then you've got LaMarcus Joyner, Terrence Brooks, um, 
Deion Bailey from USC. There, there are players that could be in the second and third round that could be day one starters at the free. So I just okay. don't think it's an absolute that they have to go with safety, considering if Donald is there, if Kyle Fuller is there, if C.J. Mosley is there. I think that it just changes what you do if your top safety guy isn't there. All right. So there, there's options in the second and third round if we need them. There are. Is, it's what, a, it's is what we're getting at. Through, through round three, there are safeties. Past that, yeah. All right. Brutal. But any of the, I'm telling you, the, the first through third round prospects are better than our starters or anyone we've signed in free agency. Monday's your starter. I'd be surprised if he didn't. We need another guy. He is? Monday's the starter? I think Monday's going to start at strong. Okay. Unless we draft prior, then Monday will play free. Yeah. Yeah, and don't forget though, Phil Emery also likes that late free agency as well. Right. So. Well, you're going to get some cuts, but I mean, not. But again, safety. <laughs> Hopefully, yeah. Anyone we draft in rounds one through four is either it's a close battle in camp, or they're starting. Because this is a cru- we've not had a more crucial draft. I mean, look at our free agency. This is win now, build for the future. Yeah. And we have no depth anywhere. No, I. But I, I. Well, that's not true. I mean, Emory has been quietly filling in gaps with depth. I just mean not uh, kids. Stars. We don't have any young depth. Yeah, I, I. I think that late free agency, and I think the undrafted free agency market is going to be big this year for us. I think we, we are going to. So what is all right? So who's everyone? Well, okay, based on who's there, who's everyone's pick? I mean, if if we still have Dix on the board, Dix. Yeah. Yeah. I'll t- I'll take Dix over over Pryor. Yeah, I um, I'm yeah. right there. Now if he's gone, you all take Pryor. I'm taking best available at that point. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, you know, let me let me take that back. Most likely, I would go Pryor, but I would I would weigh best available pretty heavily. Since we're in Chicago, I think we can address other things. And I told you about my Donald concern isn't. That Donald to be a bad player, I think he's going to be a great player in the NFL. Uh-huh. Okay. I'm just tired of. So, you know, we bring in new defensive coaches right. who have 3 4, 4 3, hybrid, but very aggressive style of defensive attacks. Like, this is a different coaching. I think that these people are going to have more influence in the coaching room than Mel Tucker is, to be honest with you who seems kind of like a pushover to me. The guy's never had an amazing defense, but if he's a facilitator, so be it. But these guys are aggressive. We have no idea what kind of line we're going to run. We've heard it's going to be a 4-3. I think it's going to be a hybrid because they're going to have some guys standing up from the linebacker spot that are rushers. Why does it have to be Donald? If I have to hear about this, he's an ideal three technique for our defense. We don't know what our defense is. Oh, I, I agree with that. Like, I hear that, too. It like, frustrates me, man. Like, it's like, well, why, why are we, we so worried about a 3 tech? Yes. Yeah. They're like, he's the perfect person to replace Henry Melton. Well, we didn't sign Henry Melton for a reason. We don't know what our defense is. Right. And right. I know that there's injury risk and stuff, and I, every single time I've been on the show or called in with you guys, I think we need a fat guy. If Nix is there and if he fits what we're doing on defense, I would not be pissed if that's who we got. Unless we think he's going to fall, and I don't. I don't think he falls past the Chargers. I wouldn't be mad if we went that route, if our safeties are all gone and if Donald is gone. Okay. Which could be the case. Or a Mosley. Then we have our middle linebacker for years. 
Man, what if nobody's there? You know, we get in the 13th pick and, and everyone's nobody. gone. Right. Not even Michael Sam. He's gone. Nobody. <laughs> draft is actually, the, everyone yeah. just leaves. The draft is <laughs> cancel. Well, is there any chance that they trade it away? I mean, there, there, there is a lot of value in trading it. If yeah, it's a deep draft. Yeah. There's a hell of a lot of value in doing it. So maybe if, if you can get Hopefully a couple get like a second third. round picks, a third round. Yeah. I don't know if you can get a. I guess it just. Well, we're at 14, so it's a higher value. But right. I there's a chart for you that. Get a late second. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't have the chart in front of me. They um, get a third round. But I have you know. looked at so some of the other potential people who could fall into like the top 20? I mean, so these people make me nervous. I mean, like we've covered. There's only two safeties. Jimmy Ward. I'm telling you, might pop up into the third if people have safety. Or excuse me, pop up in the first if people have safety as a need. But from the defensive tackle position, you've got. Donald, Jernigan, Hegeman, Nix, and Coney Ely, who's a defensive end, but they're saying he can play both, depending on the, if it's a hybrid. I don't want Jernigan. I don't I mean, want Jernigan. I, I, you know what? I, but he also just had the, the drug thing. You know, it's like, come on, man. These people who get in trouble. There but, was another great defensive tackle taken by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers had a little bit of a drug problem. Yeah. Warren Sapp. Ever heard of him? Boom. Hall of Famer. Right. I don't think Jernigan's going to be a Hall No, no, no. I don't no. either. He's not. Well, he has one thing in common with Sapp. Not he's that. lazy. Not that. Yeah, that's, that's what we Don't you know, on. wait until after you sign that NFL contract. Right. Then, then do buy some drugs. The good stuff. Well, then they're going to pay you to go to the substance abuse and things like that. Just wait it out. It'll be fine. Do you think because we've had such a weak pass rush that Emery would look at Barr? It's no. possible. I mean, it, I mean, look at him, yeah, but... If if he's looking at bar, then trade down. Trade down with the Jets if the Jets want Beckham Jr. You know they'll probably trade up to get that wide receiver. Oh, from LSU. Yeah, yeah, from LSU. I mean he's the, definitely the third best wide receiver. So the Jets could be a possibility. You can trade down or trade down with any of these other teams up there. Jets, Forty ers Those are the people I've heard. Absolutely, like Forty Niners. Yep. Yep. But do not take. Uh, Hageman is. Unfortunately, I think he is the most Emery type guy in the entire draft. He's a, he's like he's one of those specimen guys, you know, like great combine. He's strong. He's one of, but he also, you know, they said he's got the biggest ceiling. Yeah, it's like all right, but we need a starter. Whoever I, this pick is is a starter. I don't have the feeling Emery's going to screw around with this pick. I, I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna do exactly what we think he's gonna do, which is scary bet given his track record. Yeah, that 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 was my biggest question. But well, his track record is he's yeah. one for two. Yeah. So it's not brutal. Well, one for two, and, and he's and he, he could either he could either still uh, go zero for two on that, or he could he could. There's a chance he could go two for two but, on that. Yeah. What I'm saying with him is with, with Shea. I'm talking Shea. In Kyle. those two picks, right? I'm not. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm not done. Right. I've not written him off yet. Yeah. yeah. After this season, it's, yes. Kyle looks to be the great thing, but you never know. I'm talking about. Yeah. I know Shea. Shea yeah, yeah. Of course, but both of them. I'm sorry, Al. But in the two drafts that Emory has done, both of those picks were guys that weren't talked about for us. There was no mock draft that had us taking long, and there was no mock draft that had anybody taking McClellan. As a matter of fact, they thought he was going to play in Canada. So, well, okay. actually, he was from day one. He was a three-four. Right, he was supposed to Packers. Actually, it was the real or in Patriot. Yeah, okay. He was a three-four for everybody. But what's interesting is <laughs> look at the shift. All right, with our ends. So Pepper's no longer a bear. He's now playing 
a created position in Green Bay where he's a stand but stand up rush linebacker. Really? McClellan, they tried to make him a defensive end. He's now moving to a stand-up rush linebacker if he's not the starting strong side linebacker. Okay. So, so he, he and Julius Peppers are going to be playing the same position? Similar, but I think there's a trend now. I mean, like Tampa 2, standard traditional oh. 4-3. You can't really run those defenses anymore. You can't. You know, I mean, you've got more athletic offensive linemen. You've got people who have not one but two stud tight ends in some cases. The running back's kind of going away. It's a passing league. Mm-hmm. It's all speed. It's And then you've got bigger defensive backs. So they're backs. moving those stand-up rushers back and yeah. making them kind of a new position. But then you've got six foot three and six foot four safeties and cornerbacks who can come in and just destroy somebody. Like the whole Everything has shifted. Offense has shifted, so defense has had to react. We played Tampa 2 forever. It's, it's just an easy, easy defense to manipulate. Unfortunately, I don't think anyone's going to play a straight-up Tampa. Lovey might do it just because he's Lovey, but uh, he's going to be forced to. He he's got to <laughs> he's got to just yeah he's going to run a version of it yeah. yeah. You got a sleeper for uh, for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Billy? A sleeper going late? Yeah. You got anybody? That Absolutely, you yeah. That you um, like to see him grab? I like this quarterback out of Virginia Tech in the fourth or fifth round. He's a project, <laughs> bit of a project. A big project. Bit of a project. Emory, Emory would not be a fan of this. Uh, say the other day, but Logan yeah. Thomas out of Virginia he's Tech. Smart. He's a tall 6'6", 248, ran a 4'5", 35-inch vertical. Had uh, Virginia Tech's record for most passing and most rushing touchdowns. And he's a former tight end. So worst-case scenario, he doesn't pan out as quarterback. Three years later, he's top-five tight end. <laughs> okay, we've seen this work before with Tim Tebow. So he never played tight end though before. This guy actually played tight end. Okay, all right. So he has a backup career if he, needed. If need be, yeah, fair. Have you emailed uh, Luffy maybe this? Summer? I have, I have. He hasn't returned anything no. though. No, he, no, he generally does. He can't read. Wow. <laughs> yes, I can read. No, I'm not responding. Get off. And Josh the, is my quarterback. Get off the bus, reading. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, Billy, thanks, man. Question. Instead of going through the whole first, should we go through our needs now that we've gotten to our pick? What are you, what are your thoughts on this? Sure. Yeah, I'd, I, I would like to talk. Going the I would like round. to talk. No, I mean, we, we 1 to 14 was a good number there for, for all of that, and, and I thought that we were into some bear stuff, and I'm happy about that. So we can continue on with that. We have about four minutes left for you live listeners on Blog Talk Radio. Uh, those of you grabbing us on the podcast, and if you if you if you can't stay on with us live, download the podcast later. It's on iTunes. It's on Stitcher Radio for your Android or Droid. We're still on the Blog Talk site on our Blog Talk site. Uh, it's under the On Demand episodes. But uh, thanks for listening. It's Larcher and Lawrence, my partner Al Larcher. I'm Clark Lawrenson. Uh Tonight's guest, we we do have a few more minutes left, but uh, Billy Billy Kyrus and Jason Ferrari here with us tonight. Two fine Americans. Uh, so let's beautiful just, night. I've been called that. Once. Well, a you, fine American? Is, does this make... T- that was it. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Well, I mean, yeah. I don't feel that I'm not one, but I... Congratulations no. for like the first time being... Out. You'll be called it again, <laughs> I'm sure, in your young life. I mean, there's Sweet. a lot of time left, so I don't feel it's like I'm fine. A, yeah, I, at least I'll be a fine old American at some point. Well, I want to I wanna, I wanna let our live listeners know that we appreciate them, so uh, I want to send them out on a high note. And uh, with that high note, I'd just like to think, say that 
I'm very happy with the way the NFL uh, Chicago Bears offseason has gone this far. I think they're making the right moves. I see a lot of Chicago Bears fans not quite behind it, not quite understanding what's going on. Because they don't understand. But I've got to tell you right here and now, I, they are Super Bowl contenders in my book. And I will, I will put it out there before Whoa. the draft. Before the draft. I'm uh, agreeing with you. The Chicago Bears are contenders for the Super Bowl. We're not betting a steak dinner on this. What, what we're Don't doing here bet. is you and I are going to eat a steak dinner while watching the Super Bowl this we year. We will. Well, that's what we'll do. Boom. I have them in the Super Bowl, Al. I have them as contenders for the Super Bowl. I do, too. I'll tell you what. This is, the better, this is one of the best on-paper teams we've had in a long time. And well, I think we have this conversation if you guys do a post-draft show. About what we think, you know, because they could totally, we could we could see six picks that are deeply upsetting. Yeah. Oh, I think the post draft show is actually funner than the pre draft yeah. show because. But I mean, like on paper, the moves we've made with funner with how our offense more fun. played. Absolutely, right. we're a much improved, a beyond a much nice. improved team with who we brought in the free agency. Yeah. I. We got Jared Allen. Right. You, you wouldn't go as far as the larger Lawrence Sports Show as, as we have made our proclamation that the Bears are Super Bowl contenders. I think we could go deep into the playoffs. It's going to be very hard for us to get past. Good enough for me, Jason Ferrari. <laughs> Good enough for me, my man. That's awesome. Billy Kyrus. Yes, sir. Thank you again for being here. Thank you for having I'd me. Like to, I'd like to wish your football team good luck this year. Thank you. I think we'll do very well as well. Super Bowl contenders, Tampa Bay. You, you actually come to Soldier Field, don't you? Yeah, uh, November 23rd. Yeah. Oh, boy. You Hell put that do. down as a loss, and uh, <laughs> I, you can guarantee it. I mean, I'll bet you steak dinner. Steak dinner, you're on. All right. All right. Boom. You guys just bet a steak dinner on it. You heard it here. Steak dinner. Uh, the Larger Lawrence Sports Show, the end of the live show right here. Thank you again, my friends, for coming out. How about all these plagues going around? Oh, it's scary. Happy. Did you see that? We might not have a Super Bowl this year. I don't understand. Scary. Uh, you, he, Clark, who? Clark who? Lawrence, who? left you on a high note. I just wanted to. The World you. Health Organization <laughs> is is telling us that it's bad. It's, Super Bowl. It's what? like it's like Outbreaker, that Matt Damon one from a oh, couple yeah. years ago. Outbreak it's like a Biodome too. with uh, Paulie Shore. Put us in a dome. Jason Ferrari, thanks for being here tonight, my friend. Thanks for having me. Billy Kyrus, thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. We appreciate it, as always. I mean, you guys are the greatest. My partner, Al Larcher, and I, Clark Lawrenson, do this show every single week. It's Wednesdays at 7 on Blog Talk Radio. Peace and love. Damn it, I missed the Ricky Ricardo again. You know Tyler Starr, the number 19-3-4 outside linebacker. Potential third down specialist. True. Uh, Seven and a half. Potential third down specialist. Great. He's from South Dakota. Hell of a school. I'm honestly hoping that we have people who are good on first and second down. Because third down sucks. Oh my goodness. There's second down from the third down. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. How about Boseco Locombo? Tell me that doesn't sound like a menu item. I'll take two. I would have a Yeah, no kidding. Can I have a double? 
Muscular pass rusher with a good first step. Decent closing speed. Are we doing overtime? We're, ba- we're back here live, and we, we were just talking with Billy about our guy Kyle, who, uh, Al, we made the proclamation, and I talked to I talked to Kyle. He can coach us both, and Al and I in the past have talked about having a, a UFC fight off, like a, an MMA in the cage and everything. Cliff was going to train us and whatnot, but as Al brought up, we're, we're a bit old for that, aren't we? Are we not? <laughs> too old for our best something like that. We are. We're a little bit too old for that here in the overtime. So we're going to have a bowling match, and Kyle is, is going to end. This will happen in a few months. We're gonna make we're gonna make all of this go. Kyle is gonna train me like Rocky, man. I know. And I am gonna take you down. Like how long do we need? Do, do you guys have a guess? How long does it take to become a better boulder than Al? Like two days, right? If that. Think of the uh, kingpin quote. Look at all the fine athletes. See, that's exactly how it is. Uh, I come from a long line. Alfred Ferdinand Larcher, the first, was a bowler and a great bowler. Okay, they still talk about him in the Montclair neighborhood. Alfred Ferdinand Larcher Jr., your father, decent bowler, decent bowler. <laughs> he's Elder on Americans. leagues, and he's the one that you have gone bowling with. He has shown you the yes. bowling ways. Alfred Ferdinand Larcher the third amongst us tonight. Whoa, royalty has bowled like a handful of times. Okay. But I know because of my legacy, Clark, because I come from greatness, because I come from the Alfred Ferdinand Larcher, the original. You may not know this, but I come from a long line of basketball players. I, uh, I did my, know that. My father was a, was a high school basketball star at Genoa Kingston, which is the rival of my high school, Hiawatha, in Kirkland, Illinois. And every, I, I heard a lot of, wow, your dad was sure good. <laughs> when it came to my basketball playing <laughs> abilities, it was amazing. So maybe if we're going to do the bowling thing, which is your legacy, Al, what I want to do is uh, challenge you to a free throw contest sometime. A free throw. I say the same day. We a do free a, throw, same day. We bowling, have a free throw contest. Free throw contest. Bowling. So we're going to Dave and Buster's is what you're saying. Hell yeah. I think we're going to so <laughs> ski ball and it's mini hoops. It's uh, <laughs> Papa Shot. So we'll go to Papa Shot and Ski Ball. That sounds perfect. Absolutely Papa perfect. Shot. Oh, yeah. Papa, Papa Shot. The, uh, yeah. the video game, oh. uh, you, you get to shoot balls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we'll I do, didn't know what it is. We'll do Papa Shot and Ski Ball instead of bowling and basketball. We got this. 
It's fine. Thanks for joining us for the overtime. I thought Papa Shop was the guy I buy my incense from. He is. Al <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. So, second round. Yeah. More exciting than the first round, in my opinion. Because the first round usually kind of happens the way you think it's going to happen, or you kind of know what's going to happen. Yeah. By the second round, there's guys who've fallen who you're excited could fall to you. There's weird names that just might happen to happen to you. And it, it's just a good time, the, the second round. And the Chicago Bears and the Tampa. I mean, I, I'd be curious. I mean, we got Billy here. We might as well talk some Tampa. Um, what our thoughts are. Because there is, we do need help at cornerback, and there is depth at cornerback. That's kind of where I personally feel we should go. Uh, but Ferrari, I mean, you're, you're a man of the draft. You're a man of YouTube. You're a man of this tight end guy. Certainly, I know you got an opinion on uh, what we're doing here in the second round. Round two. Well, obviously, we stopped at 14, so, you know, we didn't kind of like, we don't see who pushes, but... Uh, all right, so we all agreed that safety is happening with pick one, yeah? Yeah, So ideally, sure. With that being said, I think there are four, maybe five people who are tackles who are second-round guys, and then there are a couple of people who are third-round guys. Uh, what was that noise? Did you hear that? Does that, mean we're, does that mean we're on or off? I think it was the phone. No, it was that, you know, it was like that water noise. I, I didn't oh, know if really? that means we're on or off, yeah. I think we're okay. Well, anyway, we can repeat. We've done it before. Uh, do you, I don't know, did you look at, you know, Easley being from Florida, right? Yeah, the defensive tackle. Yeah, so that guy without having a knee injury, I think, is a top ten pick. Yeah, he's, he's good. Uh, yeah, I've seen him. He definitely has flashes. So I think he's one of your second-round guys. I don't know if you know who Will Sutton is from Arizona State. I kind of picked people who were talked about being you know, second-round guys, but who were pass rushers. Because I know we were bad against the run, but we also couldn't rush anything. Yeah. So a lot of these D-linemen are good at both. Um, Steven Tewitt from Notre Dame is a defensive end who they're talking about he can fit as a 4-3 guy. He can fit as a one-gap, as a three-gap, as a defensive end. Like you're talking about him being pretty versatile. And he's fast. That guy intercepted passes and returned. I think he returned two for touchdowns last year for the defensive end position. So it's good. Are we on? Yeah. Okay. No, it made beep noises, so I didn't know. <laughs> oh, no, it still has me going. Sweet. Cool. Uh, so what happens if... We don't go safety in the first. Say we get Donald. So safety becomes an absolute second-round need. Then you're hoping one of those guys drop. Yeah, definitely. Uh, do, you, do, you have, do you have the safety pulled up? Reynolds on? would be a good option. I was going to say, uh, safeties, yeah. if you have it open, I'll give you the name. So, like, Jimmy Ward would be my first. Jimmy, of course. You yeah. think he's going to drop, what do you... 51. 51. So you're, like, six in the... Sixth in the second Seven. round? Oh, six. Yeah, you're right. Correct. 38th overall. I know that information, but... Jimmy Ward, experienced corner safety. Ward will likely play a similar hybrid role in the NFL. Bit undersized, but he's very physical and reliable tackler. He has fluid athleticism and speed to cover a lot of ground in the center field and can move up to match with a slot receiver. He's the only guy who is a free safety of the second round guys. Um, then you've got uh, Dion Buchanan, 
uh, Terrence Brooks and Lamarcus Joyner, who is actually a cornerback, but he's you know there's talk of him being able to play both. And if you know Emery, when you listen to his press conferences, you know how he always says he's there, he's long. He uses that term all the time. He's talking about he he likes those tall, rangy, athletic people. And a lot of the, other than Jimmy Ward, all these guys are six one and taller. One of them can play corner or safety. So there's some decent depth, but I'd say it's Jimmy Ward from Northern, Deion Buchanan from Washington State, and then eh, you know, in the second. Now this this draft magazine has Ed Reynolds as the third ranked safety. Burt Reynolds. Burt Reynolds' cousin uh, mm. Ed. Burt Reynolds, uh, Florida State running back. Sure. Is he a white guy? Is he? Yeah, running back Florida State. Currently? No, not currently. A little while ago, like a decade ago oh, or oh, so. Oh, okay. Yeah. Is he Burt Reynolds? Yeah, like in the 70s or 60s. Or just in the movie? No, in real life. No, he was an actual college oh, Maybe the 50s. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was probably yeah. 50s. 50s. All right, who, who is this guy? Ed Reynolds. He's a bit like Ryan Clark. He's a center fielder who doesn't have great speed, but he has a knack for reading quarterbacks and is rarely out of position. His ball skills are outstanding, as is his physicality. He's capable of moving into the box and is a sure tackler. Tackler. Do you know who that actually kind of describes? Ryan Mundy. Oh, okay. Our current, well, depending on who we draft. He's no Jeff Saturday, but... (laughs) Jeff Saturday. Where did this guy go to school? Yeah, he went to Stanford. Stanford. God, Mayock. I don't even (laughs) see him on here. Oh, there he is. Ed Reynolds. He's way down. But huh. doesn't I mean everybody's gonna have a different opinion, right? But uh So if it's not safety we were just talking about before you came over, Clark. I don't yeah. know. Did you look at any of the like later round guys, second, third, fourth? No, I wasn't catching up on it. But it's mm-hmm. uh Easley is a guy from Florida. Who's a stud. Okay. Will Sutton from Arizona State can play the run in the pass. Um what's his name? McCullers is an SEC guy, a Tennessee guy. Mm. He's pretty good. And then Steven Tewitt, if you've watched any Notre Dame games, he's an end. Do it to it like Steven Tewitt. They're talking about him being able to like shift all up and down the line. All right. That stuff makes me nervous. Like that's kinda like Coney Ely, who's a defensive end, but they're saying he could play tackle. I don't know how I feel about those tweeners with high picks. You know, it's Oh, man, they're just, they're playing in a different position, and they're doing it in the NFL. Well, it's the difference between versatility and being in between positions. Right. So, I mean, if they're versatile, can play both. Obviously, take them. But, but if they they're haven't. if they're in between, right. then it's they're being a different story. They're be predicting that they can they're that they could move right. it. Yeah. How do you guys feel about Ross Cockrell? Hell of a name. <laughs> Size, straight line, speed. Got it. Cockrell has solid measurables, but lacks physicality. What's Cockrell's position? A uh, corner from Duke. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, so Duke, and there's a Duke guy and a Rice guy uh-huh. who actually, not joking, were they, they actually were ranked kind of high on some people's boards. Philip Gaines? Gaines. He's one of them. Now, I don't know if you've if you looked at any of the corner stuff. So A little bit. There are some... Like, Jason Verrett may fall out of the first round from TCU. That guy's a stud. But I think San Fran or, you know, one of those, not Seattle, but one of the, like, last three guys are probably, I'd be surprised if he fell out. But so there's three guys that 
I know the Bears are looking at because they brought them all in for visits and went to their school. Do you know who uh, Stanley Jean, uh, what is it, Baptiste? Is that Jean, oh, Baptiste? from LSU? Yeah, no, from Nebraska. Nebraska. He's a, no. a big-ass dude. 6'2", uh, 215. Yeah, Pierre Desir. From Wait, London at corner? 6'2", 215? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Pierre Desir, do you see him on there from Lindenwood? I don't even know where Lindenwood is, but mm-hmm. Tressman and Emery have brought him up by name. As saying that, like he came in and, t- and raved about it. Excellent combination of length, fluid athleticism, change of direction ability. While he has the hips to turn and run, he spent his collegiate career playing off man. He too often struggles to locate the ball, but has starter potential if he adjusts to the level of competition. Clark, may I ask you, how would you describe your hips? Um, workable. Workable. Fluid. Oh, yeah. Huh? Fluid. No, sloppy technique. Truthful. There have been times that are better than others, and there are times that uh, they're non-existent. (laughs) Mainly, (laughs) he seems more comfortable facing the action. Is this Clark or? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Totally. Lost for a second. I appreciate the scouting report on me here. Uh (laughs) One other cornerback. Now that you have that open. Uh Uh, Keith McGill. You oh, McGillicuddy. No, I, if I remember correctly, he is big, like 6'4". 6'3", 215 yeah. pounds, a super-sized corner who can turn and run. McGill played both safety and corner at Utah. He doesn't change direction particularly well and will struggle with quick receivers working underneath. He has a lengthy injury history, and if he does a better job locating the ball, he's a solid starter. What's his 40 time? Two. Two, two. Yeah. He was compared two to Sherman. <laughs> he's compared to Sherman coming out of college. So he's a shutdown. And he's a beast. Four, four six. Injury stuff, but four six workable. Yeah, four, not terrible. Yeah, but if he comes in and if he works, he's going to improve his time. Yeah. I mean, if McClellan can cut <laughs> what six percent body fat and improve his forty time by two seconds, a corner can come in and do it. All right. Safety, DT, corner, linebackers. Linebackers are definitely something we need to, especially third, fourth round, which is where Emery went last year with the with the uh, linebackers and didn't do so well yet. I mean, we still like uh, Green, up the Green, green um, yeah, Bostic. Um, yeah, man, can Bostic move over? That's I mean, we talked about it earlier, but I think that Bostic will beat McClellan out for the starting strong side spot. Okay. It's suited for him because he's in space and he doesn't have to shed blockers, mm-hmm. which in all honesty, even though Erlacher's probably a Hall of Famer, his biggest downside was his inability to shed blockers. Okay. The middle, you, the linemen are on you, like right from the start, and that's not good for you if you can't do it. I think our best person on the team who can shed blocks is Briggs. That's why people always kind of said, would, be, would he be good in the middle? He doesn't have that full skill set, but he can, he's the best person at shedding blocks on the team. Mm-hmm. But we need to draft someone. Um, someone who I think might be available in the second, not third, is uh, Shazier from Ohio State. That guy's a stud. Who Actually, there's talks of him going in the first, depending on how the draft falls. 
because he'll be your starting outside. He'll, he could play weak or strong. He'll be your starting outside in a 4-3. Yeah. This magazine has him ranked as the number one 4-3 outside linebacker. A little yeah. smaller? Who's that? Is he a little yeah, smaller? Yeah, kind of safety size. So he's like right? Levante David from... 6'2", 225. But he's a, yeah, he's a stud. So And actually, they were, there was mention of him playing safety, but I think that'd be crazy. He's a long, fluid athlete who moves like an oversized defensive back. Instinctive and explosive as an athlete, capable of covering a ton of ground and thriving in coverage. While he's on the small side, he still has... Uh, his take on skills are surprisingly strong. He's a potential star at wide... Uh, Weak side linebacker. Yeah. So, and that, they need someone because Briggs is in the last year of his contract. We need depth at all spots. I mean, Shazier could take over as a starter. So that sounds a lot like uh, the guy the Bucks got two years ago, Levante David yep. from uh, Nebraska. Right. Yes, exactly. Stud. Yeah. He's their best best player. And he's just. He, I remember coming out. They're like, should we convert him to safety? No. No. He's a tackling no. machine. He's a machine. Yeah. Do you do you see um, uh, Van Van Noy in there from BYU? He's another second round guy. Okay. Where um and, wow. uh, in your guidebook or whatever you call that guidebook. You're not on a tour. Kyle Van Noy. Yes. From BYU, 6'3", 245 pounds. Van Noy is a heady pass rusher with an excellent motor. He's a good athlete with quickness and decent closing speed and more often one with leverage, power and technique in college. He's not gonna dominate in the NFL but he has a great feel for dropping into coverage and should be a quality, complementary piece. Right. He could be an outside guy or a middle. So that's someone that we've actually worked out. But like most of the people I put on the board are people who are ranked for second or thirds or we've interviewed and brought in for visits or gone there and worked them out. Um, what does it say about LaMarcus Joyner? He's a... He's listed as a corner, but Mayock has him as a corner or a safety. Joiner. Florida, Florida State. Lamarcus Joiner, the 5'8, oh my god, he's my height, 190 pounds, I wish. Uh, Joiner played safety and corner at FSU, showing a lot of physicality, quickness, and instincts and in coverage. He has excellent straight line speed and closes fast. Lack of size will be an issue, and he won't fit in the traditional cornerback role. But he could be a quality nickel, nickel. cornering yeah. coverage yeah. in the slot. Based on Google Images, he wears a headband, and he also has an 8-pack. <laughs> nice. You're welcome. What do you mean, an 8-pack? An 8-pack. Like, we don't know what that is. It's in the stomach oh, area. They, oh, yeah, they call it work. Ab, yeah, do exercise. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, I think time. I had that in 8th grade. That's about it. But that might have been ribs. <laughs> <laughs> They used to serve rib at the high school cafeteria. They weren't quite McRibs, but they were just ribs. Were they rib sandwiches? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Ooh, but they, like you'd call them McRib, but then when you said to the lunch lady, like, hey, thanks for the McRib sandwich, you'd be like, they're not Mick yeah. because we're not McDonald's. They're just ribs. They're just rib sandwiches, okay. Lawrenson. Yeah, fair enough. What was I thinking? <laughs> My mistake. Why couldn't you be more like your father, Lawrenson? Yeah, why can't you play basketball like old man Lawrenson? So can Marcus Joyner play football at the professional level? Yes. As okay. a nickel. Yeah, with that size, that's that's tiny. Not to mention the fact that we've currently got Kelvin Hayden, who's old and, not, and can't ever stay healthy on a one-year deal, and Isaiah Frey, who made interceptions in the preseason but did nothing in Frey, the regular Frey, season. Frey. So, yep. Yeah. We need a nickel. 5'8", not great, but we've also got a short person who is a starting corner who's made the last two Pro Bowls. 
So it's not ideal, but short people can still play. Short people can still play. I was a Randy Newman moment. Well, on the same note, I could grab the bottom of the net in high school. Actually, I could get the top rung of the net. And Whoa. I'm, and I'm, I'm five eight and a half. I don't know if you knew it. Oh. Yeah. Uh, I didn't know about the half. Yeah. So I'm I'm taller than this guy. He may have an eight pack. So what? You're a couple months older than me. I bet he couple? can dunk. He's probably one of those guys. All right. <laughs> I could dunk like William. Refrigerator I would say the chances of him being able to dunk better than my chances <laughs> ever were. We'll, we'll go with that. How well, about that? Throw me at the rim. That might help. How about Marcus Robertson, corner? This town doesn't like you, the Robinsons. CBS Sports has them taken. Yeah. Marcus Robinson. Multiple people have us taken him in the third. Okay. He's a cornerback from Florida. All right. Let's see our scouting report on him. I'm actually quite enjoying the paper scouting report, and I'm not being sarcastic. No, no, I like the paper scouting report. It gives us a little insight. It, oh, it's it, gives, school, it man. gives us a few minutes to look cool. through it and find it. Um, it's, not, it's not like this other thing called Google where you can just look it oh, up. Oh, Google. Marcus I, Robertson? Yes. He's from Florida. He's six foot, 195 pounds, lanky but small-framed. Robinson is a uh, savvy corner cover Robertson. who thrives on quickness and instinct. Yeah, okay, why don't you tell me about a six-pack? Well, based <laughs> off of his Google images, he has a tattoo over his left pectoral, okay. and he has an eight-pack as well. Um, he doesn't wear a headband, but he wears a Nike, um, like a, it's a bandana or... Skull cap? Skull cap, that's it, yeah. He's best at playing works. off man, showing closing speed, but he has a bad habit of putting his hands Whoa. on receivers downfield Hey, when he's minute. not physical enough to support the run. Based on Google Images, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that he went to the same high school as... Um, hang on. I think he went to the same high school as LaMarcus Joyner. They both are wearing jerseys um, that North, say... Northwestern? Aquinas. Oh, St. Thomas Aquinas. Is that what it is? Yeah. I think they both went there Actually, based off of... NFL players are from that school? <laughs> well, St. Thomas Aquinas is pretty good, but Northwestern yeah. in, in Miami is... Ridiculous! How many people? There's, the, there's a high school in Northwest. Yes, correct. In Miami, there's more. And it's ridiculous. There's more players in the NFL from Miami Dade County than any other county. So me by finding far. out that they went to the same uh, high school is not as well because they're surprising. As they both I went to Florida schools. Yeah, right. Fair enough. But they went to the same high school. That's pretty cool. Do you think they were friends? They knew each other. Yeah, they, like, they patched the each other in the hall. Think about the. The factory states. You've got Texas, Florida, Virginia. Yeah. California. Palatine, Illinois. Cali. <laughs> okay. Palatine. Sure. We'll, we'll put it up there. Thank you. Yeah. Hiawaka. Hey, Google that. Is, is, it, is, is that in your guide? It is. Players number, from Palatine, Illinois. Number, let's see. Palatine. <laughs> there it is. Beautiful. It says number three in the rankings. See, here's the good thing about uh, against the magazine is that Google, I can probably look that up and see NFL players from Palatine. Uh, Jim Schwantz. Oh, yeah. Whoa. He played for us. Schwantz is from from Palatine. Uh, Who else? Jim Schwantz. (laughs) That's about all he got. Alfred Ferdinand Larcher III? Drafted by the Titans, right? And then ended up playing for us. Um, Hang on. Let me double check. One's a Uh, coach, one's a player. Yeah, Jim I believe. I believe he was. Uh, no wait, one's a fullback, right? No, no, that's some. I think we've had a couple of Schwartz Schwartz on our team. 
I still think uh, we need a punter. And if Kirby Vanderkamp is available, <laughs> well, I highly recommend the Bears draft. Actually, Kirby. we have Kevin Butler's kid as our as one of our punters. I forgot about him. Yeah, he, he is. He is. Hanging Drew, we're a very there. emotional yeah. city. So Drew. I'm, Drew Butler. Hey, we need a new butthead. Uh, never mind, Kirby Vanderbend. <laughs> yeah, you're back done. To, back you're to done, the, Kirby. Hey, uh, Schwantz made the uh, Pro Bowl. And also As a special teamer. Played in the Super Bowl, yeah. Yeah. Unbelievable. Palatine High School. Yeah. Uh, also, um, he was a Titan, right? And the Rams for Titan mayor, Super Bowl? Ran for mayor of Palatine in 2009. He secured 42% of the vote, hey. defeating 20-year incumbent Rita Mullins. Oh, Rita. He was reelected to a second term as mayor in 2013. Did if you know I'm that? not mistaken, Rita Mullins was the principal when I was, uh, <laughs> when I was at Palatine. Billy, what do you got over there? <laughs> Microphone. <laughs> oh, I got nothing. <laughs> oh, I thought you had <laughs> No, I was just saying Palatine number one. Oh, yes, we are. Thank you. Watch out, Al Archer gets confused by the one symbol uh, because he's not used to hearing Palatine as number one. He does you know number one in the state, buddy. We huh? were number one in the state. Number one? State. We were ranked number one in 6A. In the state of your mind, yeah. No, state of Illinois. We were undefeated. <laughs> we were an amazing team. And we were did you? lose in the playoffs, so. You played defensive tackle, right? I did, yeah. Nose guard? I was a no. I, well, at Wheeling, I played nose tackle. At Palatine, I played the bench. <laughs> so. <laughs> mm-hmm. But they were, like, it was different because I was, at, I was a nose tackle, which is a, or I wasn't actually nose, I was slant. Mm-hmm. So very rare to see that. I, I would actually you in the gap. Yeah. line up. What, the one gap, two yep, gap? Yep, right yeah. on the center. And my only job was to take out the center. Hell yeah. And I let the linebackers play freely. And, I, you know, bigger guy, it worked. When I went to Palatine, they ran a defense that was all about speed. It was all about, it was getting guys, the guys would like, they, they, would, they would line up over the player, then they'd roll into the gap, right. and then they'd fire in. Shift and stunt. It, it was all about speed. And yeah. Okay. I obviously had none. I mean, I have short legs. I'm a fat guy, and I'm not very. I'm just crazy. I like. I don't mind getting hit. Yeah, I don't see, mind. That's hitting. the best part. That's what I. That's what I love about football. That like you can have scheme, and that but there are players who transcend scheme. Like, right. I mean, you yeah. could you could play yeah, Al Larcher. No, you could no, you could game plan all day long, but you've got those people who actually just get it. And do it. I mean, like I would. They put me in a bunch of random ass spots, yeah. and I played pretty well. And I was like a hundred, a hundred pounds, and I think I ended playing like one fifty. Here's here's my favorite high school football story in Palatine. All right, all right, let it happen. Hey, I was all conference up State Line East. I just want you to know, thirteen, beautiful offensive lineman. Go ahead. So I was pretty much a bench player, and I got put in in this cleanup role at the end of the game. We were playing, I think, Schomper, who had an offensive line that weighed over 300 pounds. I get down to my stance, and the guy over me goes, dude, you got to speak. Just, just take it easy, all right? Game's over, man. I'm like, okay, all right. We're going to take it easy. As soon as the oh, ball yeah. slams, that, dude. swim over him. Yeah. Go. Free shot at the quarterback. I think it's a trap play. I'm ready to get smacked by an offensive lineman. Nothing. I kind of freak out and just kind of like grab him a little bit. Another guy comes, sacks him. I get a half a sack. There it is. Hey. Next play, I was supposed to basically just, it was a, it was the punt. I was supposed to kind of like cover the punt and oh, then go, go drop the Kaepernick. I'm too, sh- I'm too damn slow. So I'm going full speed. Punt just missed by half an inch. I was about to take the punt. The next week we're playing Wheeling High School, my old school. So it goes like, oh, it looks like Archer. They make me a team captain that week. 
I go out there, and I think I was starting, and I just got my ass beaten <laughs> by guys three times my size. They were just toys. fast at the speed team. And I had to deal with the quarterback because we were hanging out the week before. I, he was going to give me a free sack. <laughs> and I could get past his offensive line. I got Jim. A lot of guys <laughs> never made it to be captain. You got a stray hand? I, a lot I, of guys I, never oh. made it. You were captain for six days. I like, you, you've gotten your half a sack, that great play. Yeah. Excellent high school career. Man. I was yeah. one of the best special teams players, or practice squad players. Guys, there you have it. The NFL Draft Preview Show, presented Clinton by Dick. Larcher and Lawrence. Al, Clinton Dix. <laughs> you want to see him grab Clinton Dix with the 14th spot? Ferrari, that's what it was from you? Yeah. And who do you want to see Tampa Bay grab? Mike Evans. It's Mike Evans, your mini Jeffrey. He tastes better. I think that's, yeah, your, that's your smartest. Yeah. Twin Towers, do it up. Billy Kyrus. There we go. Got it right. That's like four times a day. Dude, now. that's awesome. Thank, Thank you. you so much for joining us uh, with all of your insights. Billy the Bear. Much, much Billy appreciated. <laughs> Jason Ferrari, as always, thank you much. You're very welcome. Thank you for having uh, me. The knowledge and everything, it was a lot of fun chatting with you tonight. The Draft Guru. There's too many things in my head that I probably will never use. I can use them here. Yeah, always. Yeah, man. Podcast info. Good times. Al Archer, my partner. Yes, Clark Lawrence and my partner. Sorry I got to to take a leak there at the end. Thanks for coming over last week for some wrestling at the attic. That's I had a good weird. time. Thank you for the steak dinner. Anytime, dude. Buddy. I think like you guys finally wrestled at an attic and he gave you a steak dinner. It makes me He finally paid off the bet. We, we managed to play four games and kind of watch the wrestling pay-per-view. Yeah. Played a... Playing was more fun, I'll be honest. Yeah, it was. It was good time. All right. Catch you next, next time. Thanks, Austin. Stay tuned. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.